how this works. Yeah, it's gone. It's eliminated. My patience is not unlimited. So the uh, the boom arm was uh. Removed. It was removed. Good evening, how are you? It's the end of the week, thank God. At least At least we can't live through it again. It's really the only upside. guys doing a bunch of hateful bigots good that's where the power is that's why they use it How's it going? What's going on, guys? It is the weekend, I guess, sort of. It's Friday. Um, not like it matters. It's not like most of us have anything else to do anyway. <laughs> How many people even still have jobs? <laughs> Hopefully some. You're going to have to make your own because you're not really allowed to work anymore. Um, you're not allowed to do a whole lot of things. You're not even allowed to get an organ transplant in this country if you're unvaccinated. In fact, the Supreme Court will deny you your basic human rights and tell you to go fucking die. Go eat the salad and die. Um, that's the official position of the government of Canada, um, pretty much across the board. You're a piece of shit, and uh, if you don't do what they say, you can just die. That's uh, that's the that's the value that's placed on your existence by the state, and basically everyone in this country that goes along with what it says, uh, the majority of it, and the majority of it aren't even Canadian citizens themselves. So it's it's such a fun situation we find ourselves in. It's very nice. It's very lovely. Uh, Ginger Snaps. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering about this. This message keeps popping up from a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's, this is three in a row now. Um, I would try to check and make sure. I don't know how this could be happening, but it isn't just charging your credit card over and over and over again. Um, uh, I mean, that's very nice of you, but I don't think that's what you've intended to do. So I'd, I'd check into that if I were you. But uh, anyway, so this message keep popping up from a couple weeks ago. Thanks. Have a great stream. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Anastasia says grounding, a.k.a. earthing, actually helps relieve stress and a whole host of other benefits a.k.a. have a barefoot picnic with Dad this weekend. Happy Father's Day, Dags. That's right, Father's Day is this Sunday or Saturday or Sunday. This is coming up this weekend. Uh, Nigel says they want the women more masculine and the men more feminine. If you're a man, then fuck the system by doing push-ups and taking testosterone. Love your wife and take care of your kids. Thanks, Nigel. Appreciate that. Yeah, they definitely do. They want uh, effeminized, weak, pathetic men that don't fight back. And a big part of that is making sure that you've been brainwashed your entire life and beaten over the head, reminded over and over, ad finitum, that, um, you know, love, not hate. Don't, that's hate. I hate. Like the emo- the actual human emotion of hatred is something bad and foreign and alien that needs to be purged and expunged from your body and our collective existence as a whole. And, and that it's not a central, um, you know, strong foundational emotion that we have as a response to things like uh, threats, things that are disgusting, things that are um, inherently bad and evil. That that the, the the emotions that you you know experience when 
when you conf- are confronted with those things as hatred because you're supposed to hate evil, bad, destructive, toxic, nasty things. Now, the enemy uses hatred to uh, fight you every day. Everything it does and everything it organizes and everything it espouses is predicated on, built on, fueled by, and fed with pure, unadulterated hatred for you and your entire existence while they plaster it all on, you know, fun slogans and love is love and all of this kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, I guess they, they, they cutely ignore the things that say bash the fash and punch a Nazi. And that's really just a, that's just their, you know, kind of more cutesy upfront things. They really do aim and they would like to have you killed and destroyed. That is what they um, inevitably would love to have happen uh, genocide that's kind of what they're uh, that's what they're up to while while claiming they're going to be genocided right um, and that's hatred you know only someone full of hatred would want would embark upon something like this um, you know to try and eradicate and destroy an entire subset group of human beings uh, a minority of people that think a certain way or have a different kind of worldview a statistical minority of the world's population that would be uh, you know that's hatred um, to sit there and watch them be murdered in the streets of their own countries by foreign invaders, terrorists, and then blame the victims and then have them apologize and make sure the victims go on a humiliation ritual to say, we're so sorry, we're not, ra- I know you've murdered our children, but uh, we just want you to know that we're not racist and we're very sorry that you felt like you had to murder our people to make a point and we're going to make sure we're less racist for it in the future. Um, how much do you have to hate someone to, to put them... In, in such a in such a level of humiliation and degradation like that I mean absolutely it's it's unfathomable to me that I, I would probably kill myself if I was ever brought to that level of of patheticness where someone could murder my own son or daughter and then I would apologize that would be I mean that's that's um that's the coup de gras of of um, demoralization. I think that is probably the most demoralized person um, that's ever existed. I don't think someone could be more demoralized than that. Is there a better example? Has there ever been an example throughout history where someone's own children can be murdered by foreign invaders and then they will apologize on behalf of the entire country to the invaders, you know, and and remind everyone to make sure that, um, you know, hope, not hate, and and this kind of crap, you know, this very effeminate way of thinking, non-confrontational way of thinking. And uh, it ensures that you'll be destroyed. And it's done on purpose because the people that hate you uh, have stripped you of your ability to fight back. If you can't hate your enemy, you can't fight your enemy. This isn't a fucking chess game. This isn't checkers. We're not playing uh, Xbox NFL Madden. This is a this is a struggle of survival, and people are literally being murdered in the streets. Your opportunities, your education, all kinds of things are being stripped from you. Your ability to provide for yourself, feed yourself, your career, your job, your access to your family, to social events, all these things are being taken away brick by brick, piece by piece, every day, every week, every month, every year. What's that? Is that love? Is that tolerance? No, that's hatred. So they're they're using that against you. And if you if you uh, resist them in any way that they don't like, they say it's hate, and you can't do that. So basically, the game is they can punch you in the face, hold you down, and beat you, and while telling you to stop resisting. And if you resist, that's disqualification. You're you're full of hate. You're going to resist. Why? Um, you know, <laughs> and and that's basically the the line that conservatives hold. The, the normie, um, incredibly demoralized. They're neutered, right? They're they're cocked. They have no dick. It's it's gone. It, it doesn't have. They're like the Ken Barbie doll. That's basically the conservatives, the normie, um, you know, the neocon type 
establishment conform, uh, conservatives. That's what they. That's what they believe. They believe uh, you know love is love and age is just a number and tolerance and hashtag refugees welcome and and old stock Canadians and all of this kind of stuff as as they do in every other country. Uh, they will never oppose the mass migration or the ills and the murder and the ruin and the death that it brings with it because they themselves are guilty of implementing and bringing it in. So, of course, they can't fight against it. And all they can really do is throw their hands in the air, shrug and go, well, tolerance and don't have hate. No hate. That's nice. But children are still dead. So you're ineffective at dealing with the problem, which is claiming lives of innocent people that you put in harm's way through your policies. So why do you hate us so much? Why do you hate people so much that you would rather them die and be butchered in the streets than anyone call you names? You've chosen to hide from this uh, this conundrum and this and this situation, and and acquiesce to the mob and and kneel to the screeching goblin horde so you don't get called names. And the the price, the cost of this acquiescence of this kneeling is again dead people. But that, but that's love. That's the state's version of love and tolerance. Let the bodies hit the floor. Okay, if that's love and they're accusing me of, of hate, then uh, feed that engine. I'll stoke it all day. But the price of milk. But the price of milk. My platform I don't wear my glasses anymore That's because, that's because, that's because The Millhouse meme The Millhouse meme He stopped wearing glasses because of the Millhouse meme I'm dead serious Some Christian kids? No, you have to kill them or it's hate. Yeah, we got kill some more people to kill. Bring them up. Yeah, right here. It's hate. It's hate not to murder your own citizens, guys. Cost of milk. Big questions. minister who says uh, they wear red shoes to symbolize the victim do you wear a red suit to symbolize your communist victims <laughs> i just like it it's one of my favorite colors red black black and red these are my favorite colors you know and well black and white i should say i should say um you got to be careful combining all three <laughs> it symbolizes the undying fire and destruction of my enemies you know, I, I don't know it's just a, it's just clothes at the end of the day i think Crisby, how are you doing, brother? He says, long time since I caught a stream. Good to see you. Crisby! I just miss saying his name, really. He says, yeah, looking good. King Dongalong. Diagalon. I'm not Dongalong. Yeah. Too many ons. Too many lawns. Love the red jacket. Thank you, brother. He says, hope you're not wearing red shoes. No, I do not own any red. I have brown shoes, and I have two pairs of black shoes. And one or two. I have three pairs of shoes, none of them red. <laughs> I have some hiking shoes. 
that I wear usually every day, and I've got some running shoes that really need to be replaced. No, no, I don't wear those anymore. I wear. I've. Why are we talking about my shoes? Nobody cares. He says you're not wearing red shoes. No, long live freedom. F Y M M. Ride to live, live to ride. Let the bodies hit the floor. Yeah, I've had my bike out of. Co- it, there's actually been like a couple of nice days, if you can imagine that. And I'm just risking it, <laughs> running around in these tires. They're they're probably okay for another year. These tires. I don't think I need new ones. I'm not sure. I know they wear down. They do wear down faster than uh, than standard. You know, like a cars, right? Or trucks, because there's only two wheels, and you lean on them. And I and I think they're made out of a little bit of softer rubber than so I mean I could I I wouldn't be surprised if they wear down a fair amount faster, but maybe I'm wrong I don't know I'm not uh, I just ride them see I'm not one of these guys that's taking it apart and tinkering with it all the time I just ride it around and you know that's about it pay to make it go faster pay hey make it can you make this faster here's a thousand dollars make it faster. So we'll see. Um, thank you, Crisby. Thank you very much, man. Appreciate it. Boomer, how are you? He says, what do you think of Canada reaching 40 million? Do you think we should stop mass immigration like right now? We should have stopped it 10 years ago, five years ago, yesterday. Any any time is the is the perfect time. Well, the perfect time would have been to never have done this at all, but a second place finish would be um, any time now. Any day would, would be helpful, but it's probably too late. Um, we're not going to be able to avoid the problems that it's given us. Mary Jane Crystals, thank you very much. And Jaded Mandarin says, up 200 followers on Rumble since Monday. We are growing stronger every day. You are? I am? What's going on? Is that what you're talking about? I'm not sure. I don't follow a lot of the numbers very much because they're very skewed and open to manipulation. So um, who knows? And Rumble's been all over the place. So I don't, I don't know what the hell. Well, I don't know what they mean. I don't know what any of it means. Askel says, DTS, thank you very much uh, for that over on Odyssey for those tokens. I don't know what they do, but I use them. I use them to post videos and, and stuff. Uh, Jacob Powell says psychological subversion into pseudo mosaicism. Is that what it is? Pseudo mosaicism, authoritarianism, communism, narcissism, Bill Cosby isms, psychological subversion. It is. It's all psychological. The whole war is is psychological. They don't need to. They don't need to use violence because it's um. Th- if the state is using violence, it's not to bring in more pa- or more totalitarianism. It's to keep you from getting out, from escaping. Um, every, all of our systems have already been captured. Everything is completely under enemy control. And uh, there's really no need. There's no need. You know, there's a lot of the boomers and stuff were especially worried about this for years. But the, blue, the UN blue helmets are going to come in and they're going to, at gunpoint, they're going to force. They don't need to. Everyone's already willingly going along with the plan. 90%, 95%. Uh, well, we don't know what the real numbers are. I would I would wager at least 80%, though. 80, 80% of Canada, maybe upwards of 90%, got at least one vaccine, didn't they? And um, the overwhelming majority of them, 70% plus, just followed completely along lockstep and didn't even notice anything was wrong. Never even struck them. Never even never even a wisp or a hint or an odor, a smell. A, a, nothing. Nothing. They're just walking along, having heart attacks in the street, going, gee, I hope the Vegas Knights won the World Franchise Cup of Sports Magoo. And they, you know... It's insane. It's it's startling. It's something to see. Jenstein, thank you very much, man. Appreciate it. the support for a new mic boom. Well, I uh, I grew tired of it, so I just ripped it right out of the right out of the thing. As because you can see, the spring doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. And the uh, I've got a plastic folding table I'm using down here. And the uh, long story short, this thing is just not meant for for this. It, it wedged itself into the table and broke off the washer and and. <sighs> 
I was doing an interview with a guy and I had to go, I had to say, just can you give me 10 minutes while I beat the shit out of my own equipment? And then I, and then I just, I'm just freehanding it. Just like the old days. Hey, what's old is new again. Now we're doing it this way. Just like before. And I, I don't, I don't know. I kind of like this. I might, uh, I might get another arm. Maybe I won't. We'll see what happens. They get everybody on rumble. Am I all caught up now? <laughs> Opening remarks. I don't even know what that, I don't even know what I do, man. I just sit down and I don't think at all. I just start talking. I just check out um, the, the you know, forces of hell and then occupy my body and, you know, espouse their messaging. I go somewhere else. I'm possessed. I'm possessed by demonic entities. <laughs> it's true. He admitted it. You're all hysterical women and you don't matter. You know, <laughs> there's so many of them out there. There's so many hysterical fucking losers out there. Man, and it's just like, what do you, uh, what do you do? There's so many. And that's why we have the country we have. A mess. Uh, where do we begin? There's a whole lot of dumb, dumb shit here. <laughs> We're spending all of our tax money on initiatives we didn't ask for, didn't want. I mentioned some of the stuff about the Supreme Court earlier. We're spending uh, massive fortunes on all the LGBT rainbow cult stuff, gender-affirming care, transgender nonsense, nar- uh, snitch clubs, and all of this. None of it would exist if we didn't pay for it against our will. They didn't ask us because if they did ask us, we would have said no. If you've noticed, you know, you're wondering where there's a lot of this gay stuff, a lot of these parades and a lot of that. Yeah, you're paying for it, though. That's the thing. That's my problem with this whole thing. We're already broke. We don't have $25 million for butt sex initiatives. We don't have $15 million to tell seven-year-olds that maybe you should suck on a man's dick. We, we don't have... No, no. You don't get to take my tax money and use it for that. Okay? That's my problem. You want to do that? You go ahead and do that. But you're doing that without me and you're doing it without my tax money and our labor base to generate income and resources for your putrid fucking agenda. That's um, that's not something I, I'm enjoying. And of course, yeah, the big news is we're at 40 million people now. That's great. Uh, immigration is pushing Canadians out of the housing market. But of course, they're never going to talk about that. They're going to say cost of milk and hate and things like this. Complete and total distractions and nonsense. More money spent on gender colors rainbows nonsense uh what else <laughs> the military is continuing to fall apart and fast actually in, re- in real time it's really something to see what else uh the government is awful the, they think most people are far-right extremists anyone that disagrees with them is going to be targeted and destroyed there's nothing you can do about that the conservatives and liberals are exactly the same why is this here twice the story shouldn't be here twice and uh yeah well uh that should probably take us through the evening. <laughs> Whatever else co- we come up with, uh, we'll see. Let me just go through the chat again and make sure there's no... Did I miss anybody? Oh, there's one there. Uh, Black Belt Dissidents says, need some walkout music for next Saturday night. What do you think? Ooh. <sighs> Welcome to the jungle, Guns N' Roses. There you go. <laughs> you know... It's fun. It's kind of an aggressive song. Puts you in a good mood. You know? Shows you're not taking it too seriously. Which is more frightening, you know? A guy that's just kind of loose and having fun, he's much more likely to stove your head in than some guy that's doing the whole try hard. I'm going to be the most intimidating fucking thing ever. You're going to try and, you know? I always laughed at those guys. I'm like, relax, buddy. You're not... It's it's a, it's a, it's a boxing match, you know? Or something like this. Like, no one's getting killed here. Relax, fella. 
Um, but yeah, you could try that. that. That's what I would go with. Something like that. Um, yeah, <laughs> can suck a million dicks and get out of Canada. Yeah, he's not even Canadian. None, most of these ministers aren't even. They have dual citizenship and extra passports and other things and other allegiances to other forces of other countries. That the route there, they just do it. They don't care what you think. They don't need your input. They just need your tax money, and you don't get to decide about that either. We're we're building important things. At least the you know the the Americans are really working on some cool new ideas. We have plans to build a railroad from the Pacific all the way across the Indian Ocean. We have plans to build in, 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 in Angola, one of the largest solar plants in the world. I can go on, but I'm not. I'm going off script. I'm going to get in trouble. But we're going to win and we're going to help. We have plans to build a railroad from the Pacific all the way across the Indian Ocean. We have plans to build in. We're building a railroad across the Pacific and Indian Oceans now. That's okay. In, in, in Angola. And, and something's going on in Angola, too. Largest solar plants in the world. Mm. I can go on, but I'm not. I'm going off script. I'm going to get in trouble. Oh, I wish you'd continue. I really like it when you when you do go off off script there. He's uh, fantastic. Not on the script uh, suspiciously. Is that, uh, yeah, there's there's 20 to $30 million in bribe money um, these people have taken. But that's not really important. What's important is... Um, it's possible President Trump misplaced some papers. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna risk blowing up the country and sending it to civil war over that while this is happening. The actual the guy, you know, pretending to be the president the the puppet installed in a coup is, you know, he's taking tens of millions of dollars in, in payments from foreign entities to, for influence, obviously. And you're to just ignore that and not pay any attention to it whatsoever. Because orange man bad. It's Oh, man, America is a fucking... <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know where to start yet. I, there's so much. Uh, it's like... um, <laughs> It's like a really bad workout. Leg day. Like, I don't want to do any of this, so I don't know where to... Do you start with the worst one first? Do you try and work it into the middle? Do you do it at the end? Are you, gonna, you know, I don't know. Uh, Godzilla says, I'm streaming Ragecast right now at the Decliner Panzer's Accelerationist Extremist Volkswagen Car Show here in SoCal Daglon. There's not a Trantifa in sight. I like that that's become basically <laughs> everybody's using that word now. I saw Kian Bexty used it um, today or yesterday in some tweet that he put out there and he said Trantifa. And I'm like, that's funny. Cost of milk, small pee-pee. Like, there's a lot of... I'm just a fucking mass production factory of, of <laughs> denigration and insults to these people. That's probably upsetting to them. But hey, you know, when it's catchy, it's catchy, right? Some people write hit songs. I just invent insults. <laughs> and don't, and uh, just bear the, bear the negative consequences of doing so. And, and no, no rewards ever. <laughs> just, just punishment. I am the national punching bag. Uh, Jacob Powell says pseudo... Uh, mosaicism was defined as one or more colonies with the same abnormality associated with only one primary culture. Sadomasochism. What? Sadomasochism and pseudo... <laughs> Correct spelling this time. Definition, a mosaic of dildo bumfuckery, i.e. the pedo... Okay, so pseudomasochism, is that what you were trying to say? I'm getting real confused. We're just going to move on. <laughs> I think Jacob is in Australia, so he's he's having. I mean, he's living in his own version of hell. 
So he, he may have lost his mind. We don't blame him for that. Nigel says, never skip leg day. Next thing you know, you'll be sucking a dick. That's how it starts. That's how you identify them early. That's how we did it as kids. We'd say, all right, we're going to start. We're doing hill sprints. And the kids that were like, no, I don't do hill sprints. We're like, yeah, you're the, you're the one that's going to be working on the. You're going to join the ballet team. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> you're going to play the flute in the band, in the school band, and uh, cheerleaders. And you're going to do that. How did you know? I don't know. I just did. I just had a feeling. I just had a feeling. Thousands more layoffs, if you guys can imagine that. I don't know why this is so hard to believe, but some people are having a hard time believing that... Um, the journalists, you guys! Oh my god, they can't keep getting away with firing people that provide no value and, and no use to anyone. Uh, is an obsolete dinosaur of an apparatus and is just being put out to pasture. And here, the funny thing too is um, <laughs> what bimbo here doesn't seem to understand is that you're actually going to be replaced by AI. And in many cases, this has already been done. Um, especially the kind of cookie cutter, copy paste, low information, no IQ required, just add water and, and go kind of journalism that these people are doing ai can very easily uh replicate that it can very easily and do everything you do for free it doesn't need an it doesn't need a wage it doesn't need a pension it doesn't need benefits it doesn't need holidays it absolutely will not stop ever until your children are communist and gay so that's what's going to be replacing these people Oh, well. Stop being me sad and start getting angry. This is uh, this is incitement to violence and hate. I think I might make a TikTok. I might make a TikTok with uh, 30 different edits over a period of 40 seconds explaining uh, why this is problematic and why experts are concerned. <laughs> I can't believe anybody would... Uh, would not want to see this. Bell is cutting 1,300 positions, shuttering six radio stations. Oh, no. The company plans to significantly adapt, i.e. Uh, fill the gaps with AI, cut costs, how it delivers the news in the face of rising financial pressure. Rising financial pressure in the, in the way of um, you know the government handouts, I guess, are becoming less frequent. Because that's the only reason any of this has a job, any of these people have anything to do, that there's any money at all coming into these institutions and that they haven't been disbanded and thrown out to the dumpster island pile of uh, broken and obsolete and useless uh, material. That's, that would have happened already numerous times. CBC, all of it would have been long gone except for the robberies the bailouts when the government steals your money takes it with it because again did you what did you vote for did you did you vote for that on the referendum you guys remember the should we bail out the mass media referendum and we all voted yes and they took billions of dollars of our money that we could have used to build hospitals we could have used to support the military we could have used to build more uh, schools education infrastructure uh, any number of things really uh, road projects uh, maybe we could modernize some more of the rail systems maybe we could, we could expand the uh, airlines we could subsidize I mean I don't there's any number of things you could do with that money but uh, we all voted to give billions of dollars to liars in the media who do nothing but drive us fucking crazy with with bullshit who a tiny minority of people even consider to be uh, relevant anymore. 
the echo chamber inside Ottawa still believes that the mainstream media is is a very powerful force. It's not. Um, no one really cares. No one's hardly paying attention anymore. It's more of just a um, a signaler. It's like a a like a like a status update, like a Facebook page you can follow called the Authority to see what it is you're supposed to believe today. Doesn't mean anyone believes you or takes you seriously. It's just uh, that's really what it's for now. Oh, this is what the government said. There, there's almost no one believes anymore that there's a separation between the media and the state. You're you're the same thing, and that's obvious. You you're one's beholden to the other. One pays the other, and they pay you with our money that they took without our consent, without even asking us. And um, it doesn't go back into it. Nobody's watching any of this crap, so the ad money doesn't pay anything. So they go broke, and then they go, okay, we need more money again. We need more money again, and they bail them out, and the same process keeps repeating itself. And I believe, uh, I think we I talked about this uh, recently, we could have had both Portugal and Denmark's entire militaries, but instead we have this uh, media apparatus. That's how much we've paid for it in the tens of billions of dollars. Um, do you feel like it's provided a service that's worth that much money? I, I certainly don't. And I consider every single one of these layoffs to be a victory. I have no sympathy for any of these people because I hate them. I hate them. They participated inside a system that gaslit, manipulated, and tortured millions of people in this country. Caused, I mean, innumerable amounts of deaths and injury from their misinformation, from their gaslighting and their pressure and their social pressure. Uh, Rachel was one of those people um, herself, actually went out of her way to, to tell people to not invite your own family members over for family gatherings anymore. I mean, I'm sure many of them uh, you know, died alone committing suicide and stuff over the holidays after being excommunicated from their entire family. But hey, the TV talking head said that you had to obey the current thing. Now, I don't care that 1,300 of these people that worked for something so despicable, so heinous, so gross, so ugly, so skeevy, such a fuck. I, I don't care. I hope that all of these people are incapable of getting new jobs and then just descend into this never-ending spiral of despair and doom that millions of other Canadians have been damned into because of their lies, because of their inability to tell the truth that damned and doomed these people into this endless despair, this nightmare, this spiral of doom. I hope that that's exactly where these journalists and these media people find themselves next, and I will have absolutely no sympathy for them uh, when they do. I hope they never get a new job. I hope they just suffer and uh, just have a terrible fate befall them because that's what they deserve for what they've done. And uh, that's the difference. That's the difference between uh, somebody like me and somebody like a, one of these cuck normie conservative. Oh, they need understanding and we need to have a... No, we don't need to have a conversation to come to a con understanding. We're in a war. We're in a battle and a struggle and they're the enemy. And they hate us, and we hate them, and only one of us will remain. That's how it goes. They didn't want to have a discussion and an understanding. They didn't ask us. They didn't They didn't approach us and say, how can we work together and how can we... No, it was do what we want or we'll hurt you. That's what we lived under for three years. And now that the people that said, you have to do what they say or they're going to hurt, we're going to hurt you. We're going to shut you out of your own families, grocery stores, your careers, your educations. We're not going to let you see your own families. We're not going to let you go to the, the funerals of your own family members. We're not going to let you visit your own dying parents as they die alone behind a plastic sheet in a hospital. We're not going to let you do that. Oh, but now they want some sympathy and some... Absolutely not. Die faster. 
That's that's my official position. Oh, are you dying? I hope it happens faster. I hope you go broke faster. I hope you get hungry faster. I hope it's cold and wet wherever you are, and I hope it never fucking stops. Because with my attitude, uh, we will win, and you will be destroyed, and this will never happen again. With the conservative attitude of, oh, bygones be bygones, and second chances, and third chances, and fourth chances, and fifth chances, and 20 chances, and tr- that means that the enemy will then take advantage of your weakness, and with your open hand that you've outstretched in, in friendship, they'll take it, pull you close, and stick you in the heart, because that's the kind of people that they are. They've already proven that time and time and time again over the last three years, so absolutely not, no sympathy at all. There's none. I can't believe I missed this opportunity. I can't believe I didn't think of this already. Uh, sad? It's going to make me cry, do you promise? Play. Loading wheel? You're ruining the joke. I'll put you in the pile with the, with the, with the journalist. Is that what you want? Let's refresh the page. No? Just loading wheels forever. Because loading a YouTube video, that's too much. Yeah, it's very it's very difficult. So we're going to have to skip that one. How about this? Will you load this? Yeah, okay. 1,300 journalists, huh? Wow. And their camera people and their writing rooms and the all the other little people that had to go, that had to work together to make sure that these murderous, genocidal, insane lies could, you know, be there, be at their best for public consumption. And, and then, of course, telling children that they can be the opposite, the, the, the other sex, and that they should mutilate their bodies, right? And that we should send all of our, our money and we should push more war and killing and mass killing in Ukraine. That's, that's really good. And then all of the all of the nonsense we participated in Afghanistan and Iraq and Libya and Somalia and Yemen. Yeah. And how you covered up that all of these vaccine companies knew what they were doing. Unlimited liability. All the adverse effects, all of the dead faces of people that were plastered all along the the buildings of CTV and CBC and Global, hundreds and hundreds of family members marching with the signs, the faces of their lost loved ones and people that are now crippled. You, uh, you know, all those media people. You worked really hard to make sure that didn't get anywhere. So just. Do you like it? Go broke faster. Don't care. All right? No sympathy. I, they're not even sad that I'm now facing consequences for being... No, I'm not sad. I'm happy. This amuses me as much as it amused you when your lies had me near fucking stabbed to death in a Saskatchewan prison. So, I, I no, I, I've none. I don't even need to read this. I don't care. Blah, blah, blah. We need to compete. Blah, blah, blah. The bills, the government passed. Blah, blah, blah. It doesn't, none of it matters. You're all useless. 
No one's gonna watch. No one cares. Why don't you make another? Uh, why don't you make another little mosque on the prairie? Go to CBC. Ask CBC for some tips on how to stay stay profitable. You, well, you can't. You just you just steal a lot from the taxpayer. That's what you want to do. You want to make sure you take a lot of their money and you spend it on frivolous nonsense. You know. Um, one of the people that, you know, probably really loves the media and loved, you know, what Rachel is doing. Uh, one of these people, COVID zealots stripped of teaching license over, well, guess what? Sexual misconduct with students. Very common with left-wing people. Very common with authority rule followers. They're very um, degenerate. A pedophilia is rampant with these people, which is why, you know, some of us say all of our enemies are pedophiles. Because, um, in a sense, they are. Because how they will treat you, because they hate you, right? They'll they'll say openly, "Hey, if there if there's fifty people at your house for a big family gathering, and you and you've got one one uncle who is a pretty he's a he's a neo Nazi. You have a you have a table full of Nazis because you tolerated him. You didn't destroy him and banish him from your life and demand he be destroyed, conform or die. So the same is applied to them. You're." Uh, okay with this kind of stuff you turn a blind eye to this so if there's one pedophile at your table that's a table full of pedophiles i'm sorry uh you got a table full of david zegarax over there terrorists pedophiles child groomers and freaks that is very prevalent especially with the left as 40 percent of them are extremely mentally ill <laughs> some of them are journalists that used to uh, make tiktoks about soft drinks but here's one uh, lockdown. Ze I remember this guy from Twitter. Yeah, he was good. Ryan Imgrind, a former teacher. Why is he former? We'll find out. And basketball coach at York Catholic District School Board. Oh, of course. Has lost his teaching license after being found guilty of sexual misconduct. Accused of sending inappropriate text message included naked pictures of himself, so is Dick, to six young women, five of whom are high school students. So girls, uh, you know, 15-year-olds, 16, I mean, we can hope. It was probably, was it was it 13? How low are we going here? It says high school, so they could be 15 to 18. The incident spanned from 2005 to 2019, so a long career of being a sex pest and a pedophile, and continued even after he was warned by school superintendent. Oh, he was warned, was he? To stop contacting students. Hey, can you stop, um, can you stop grooming underage pe people for children for sex? Can you stop being a pedophile, uh, Ryan? Would that be too much to ask? Oh, did you ask him nicely? Again, no immediately fired, immediately brought up on criminal charges, and a lifetime ban on any occupation involving children or your youth. Bang, bang, bang. Next file. Not, hey, can you please stop being a pet? Like, this this inability to confront evil and, and to fight, conservatives especially, they have no stomach for fighting, but they're not really conservatives especially if you're american you're you know uh, someone not in canada watching this show the, the conservative party is who i'm talking about when i say that word conservatives uh the conservative party the, the milk toast vanilla and i'm sure you guys have them in your other countries as well of the fake opposition that pretend like they're against this stuff but they're really not because they're not going to really they don't want to do anything about any of this they don't want to confront any of it or talk about it or they're just going to kind of quietly support it by by saying nothing they don't have the they don't have it in them to fight anything they're neutered, and they're neutered because they've subscribed and bought into this whole um, system, this paradigm that the enemy has created. That's hate. You can't. That's hate. Hope not hate. Hands against hate. All of this kind of shit. 
that's their system that they've created for themselves, for them to operate in so that they can gain and maintain uh, power. Uh, and and our supposed resistance is trying to literally beat them at their own game, which they cannot do because it's designed for them. You can't play, you can't win by playing by their rules and trying to, oh, we can't say this and we can't do that and we can't, why? Because the enemy says so. So the enemy says you're not allowed to fight back and you said okie dokie. And you think this is somehow, you're going you're gonna to win how? And you're not winning, you're absolutely losing. Like how you can't, um, these conservatives, the fake uh, people, how they can't confront, they can't talk about the refugee, the migrant question, can they? The immigrant question, the illegal invader, the colonization question, which is what it is for people that are so obsessed with decolonization uh they seem to have absolutely no problem with uh performing the exact same exercise and replacing one host population with an alien one which is what colonization is they have no problem in doing that right now out in the open because of course the victim is you the white guy that's um that's okay that's the system that they've uh, acquiesced and knelt to and kissed the ring and said these are the rules we have to play by they very much value their positions and their pensions and their paychecks and their promotions and their money. And they like the system because it's given them these things. So they're not going to fight against it. And the power that they think they have, that they think they, they, they can wield, it's really only on loan from the power structure they belong to. Any one of these people, any one of these MPs, these cabinet ministers, even up to the prime minister himself, are completely and totally replaceable. Like replaceable parts, like a cog in an engine. They can just open up the hood, take that one out, and slam another one right back in, just like the one they took out. Engine will keep on turning. You won't even notice a difference. You'll think the same thing was in there the whole time. Gee, does that sound familiar? That sounds an awful lot like living in the Western world for the past 80 years, doesn't it? An endless march to destruction of bad decision after bad decision. I mean, for at least the last 30 years, it's uh, it's just been one after the other. Since 9-11, for sure. It's just been the same people in charge who are changing the cosmetic face of the, you know, the graphic imagery on the box that is the government. But what's inside, the contents of it, it's, it's all the same, and it's always been the same. And that's because these fake uh, conservatives, they, they can't challenge it, and they can't fight it, because they've um, conformed to the rules that have been set for them by the enemy, <laughs> which, which ensure that they will be destroyed. You can't talk about this, you can't talk about that, you can't oppose this, you can't fight that, you can't do this, you can't... So you, so you have to fight with your arms and legs tied behind your back with a ball gag in your mouth on the floor, face down, on a pile of hot coals. Go. Anything else is hate. Remember that. You can't get you can't unbind your hands. That would be racist. Okay? As they as they beat the shit out of you, you know. So, you know, th- this kind of stuff is permitted to happen and will continue. So, like if he had been destroyed and dealt with properly the first time, um this this would not have continued and these young women, these young girls would not have been victimized. There would be less victims. Like when there's these terrorists running through Europe and coming into our countries, um, if they were just shot and killed upon being apprehended or deported or never allowed in the first place, the citizens that they've killed in the interim would still be alive and they would be where they belong, either in the ground or back home in whatever shithole they fucking came from. That's that. I mean, that's how it, it could work. But that's not what we're doing because that's hate. That would be hate. Yeah, so so let the children and the women be raped and killed instead because the screeching, petulant, grindy, you know, nails on a chalkboard, nasally voice of these fucking losers 
is just too much for you to is too much for you to contend with. We can't we can't go up against that, guys. They're going to use the R word. They're going to they're going to call us Nazis. I mean, we can't survive that. His behavior, Ingrid, was described as alarming and abusive by the college council. We said he breached the standards of care, respect, and trust that are expected of teachers. Really? It obviously removes the member from the profession entirely. Well, it didn't the first time, did it? He just got a warning. So I wouldn't say obviously. Oh, and he's fighting it in a post on his public social media. He claims that the judgment should raise doubts about the college's impartiality. Uh Uh-huh. It's the fairness. So you're the victim? His penalty includes a permanent revocation of his teaching certificate or reprimand with a public... Yeah. By removing his easy access to school-age girls, it protects the public. Not really. Uh, the instance involved alleged, uh, allegedly behaving inappropriately with fifth, good 15-year-old girls. Lovely. Under his care as a basketball coach. He's alleged to have asked the students to meet him at the pool and repeatedly texted their cell phones. Yeah. There's a misunderstanding when he sent naked pictures of his... T- <laughs> well, not very impart- they're pretty and not very part- impartial. Not a lot of room uh, on that. Let me read a couple of these. Uh, Chelsea says, uh, Chelsea, 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 I don't know. Says, I'm patched in. I can do the loon call with my hands. Really? You can? By the way, that was a great stream, The Last Platter Army. I don't remember that or what was happening. Was I there? I don't know. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I don't remember anything. I just check out and, you know, nobody's nobody's home. <laughs> I don't, I'm not responsible for what internet Jeremy does. I don't even know what he... <laughs> um, uh, Zebek's demise says if they didn't bail out the media, they would have used that money for more commie conversion therapy. They, they'll Right, but I mean, we're supposed to have... This is just proof, right? We don't have control of our own countries. We make none of the decisions, okay? Democracy is a lie. It's all fake. It's It's not real. Um, the, the, none of it matters because none of this is, is, is of any consequence whatsoever. You're just playing reality show games to, to pick which of these pieces of shit is going to pretend to, you know, do it is going to lie to you for millions of and, and get very rich to see. They're all going to be millionaires. They're very you ever notice the people most enthusiastic about politics or politicians because they're the ones that are making fucking boatloads of money. They really want you to get participated and get involved. Right. Oh, you got to get involved. You got. Yeah, because it means more money for you, doesn't it? It means more clout, and more, you know, more, uh, more donations. Yep. While you uh, do absolutely nothing but play the game. Play the game, and the game is uh, the destruction of civilization. And as long as hey, as long as you're getting paid, though, right, right, donut. Uh, Zebek's demise says if they didn't bail, I read that one already. My bad. Scotian lady says people's loved ones and children might still be here if not for the lying scumbag show media. Yeah, they've killed weapons of mass destruction. Who's that? Who's uh, who's paying for that one? How many people died on that lie? I think it was a, it was three million, two three million. You want to talk about my six million? How many millions of people? It's in the tens of millions uh, we've killed over the past few decades just since Vietnam on uh, complete bullshit. Com- complete. Not like, oh, man, I can see how they could make that mistake and it's not really their fault. No, no. I mean, they knew it. Completely on purpose bullshit lie to facilitate war. They got paid. Then they go there and lie about the war. I just played the, some of the stuff from the Desert Storm 
the first Gulf War recently where the guy had the gas mask on, the other got a helmet on, they're pretending they're in a scud attack. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Now, you know, feel bad for those people. They didn't kill anyone. What did they do? This is the same um, the kind of metaphor, and this is how they absolve themselves of, of guilt because they're pieces of shit, and they do the mental gymnastics so that they're not responsible for it. And they believe this. That's that's where the power comes from. They, they truly do believe that they're not in any way responsible for this. So, you know, they didn't kill anybody, so they, they might have participated in some shenanigans and lied about this, but, that, but I didn't shoot anyone or I didn't drop any uh, bombs or airstrikes or laser designate any targets on any highways. I didn't do any of that. The army did that. I just set the conditions for that to happen by allowing people to believe a lie so that they would support those things happening. That's all I did. I was only instrumental in this coming to fruition. In fact, it was only because of my critical participation that any of this even transpired in the first place. And had I actually just told the truth or just withheld or, or even asked questions at all, perhaps none of it would have came to fruition. But I didn't, so it did, and millions of people died. And anyway, in a roundabout way, that's how it's not actually my fault, and I didn't do anything wrong. What we need to do is shut up those people on the internet saying mean words. I'm not getting my violin out again. Get fucked, journalists. Go hungry. Start an OnlyFans page and then have your depression massively increase when you realize even that's a dead end and you're too old anyway. And then there's going to be less and less. AI is going to replace your entire field. Some of these guys are in their, you know, 40s and 50s. It, it probably... It should set in within two years that they're not going to get another job and that their entire field is going to be replaced by AI. And now now they're... What did she say? These corporations can't keep getting... Oh yeah. The corporations that you loved so much, that you shilled for so much, have now... Oh, you don't need their toys anymore. Bye. You chose that team against us, Team Humanity. You chose... The evil corporate elite, and now you're butthurt that they didn't love you back. They're, you're butthurt that they didn't call you. Huh? Is that what it is? They threw some cab money at your face and said, get on, walk on. Get out of here, whore. Your services are no longer required. They can't get away with this. They can, and they will. And many more of you. This is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. The smart ones. Now, the smart ones are the independent journalists and uh, some of the alternative startups that have realized this and uh, stopped trying to penetrate the mainstream establishment and said, I'm just going to do it on my own and be my own business and my own businessman and my own agent and my own marketer and my own advertiser, my own everything. And uh, they're going to be hard to cancel because they are their own boss, aren't they? And they're, uh, you know, and you know why they're successful? Because they have value. They have value. People keep coming back to hear what they have to say, to see what they're talking about, to see what they're... Because it lines up with reality, and they go, oh, gee, look, this pile of information is accurate, and when I apply it to the life that I'm living in, the desired results appear. It's like a map 
that is actually a map of where you are instead of a map of a totally different place that doesn't fucking exist. That's what the media sells. So which do you think people would like to... Which map do you think they would buy? Do you think they want to buy the map that is of Narnia or a map of where you fucking live because you're lost and you don't want to die in the woods? Oh, here's Narnia, where it's all rainbows and every it's like Star Trek. Everyone's holding hands. It's amazing. It is so tolerant. And incl- yeah, no, I don't. That's not real. I'm hungry and cold, and I'm in the woods. I need out of the woods. I need to not die. So value. There's value in telling the truth in a world of deceit, in a world of lies, and that's what the alternative media has produced and is producing, and that's why they're successful, and that's why people are flocking to them and abandoning you, abandoning the mainstream media, abandoning the paid shill liars, and it won't take them very long to see through it. People are getting good at this. Uh, they're starting to pay. They're paying more attention than they than they used to. There's not a lot of appetite for doing fuck all, but at least they're a little more questioning on a lot of things. Donkey, how are you, brother? He says, pardons for being late, but is this us? Is this Satan con? Uh, I am Satan. Has someone already mentioned this? I, I don't know if they have. I am dressed like the devil, but I mean, I am the devil. Jenstein says, uh, still laughing about Derek saying millions of people. <laughs> yeah. well, millions of people listen to this. It's like millions. Thousands, yes, millions. Uh, it says, how many people are listening right now? It's a big congregation regardless. I would guess it's about of the hardcore people that at least on my end every episode every week every it's about 10,000 um all told across all platforms and all you know all the numbers everything added up uh the hardcore ones and then you've got that's your top you know 10% of your audience you know or less and then you've got casual people that listen to a couple few times a month bits and pieces you know here and there they're not, you know they're half into it but they're busy they've got lives and so on that's the majority of your audience that's probably you know, a bunch more. And then you've got some that, you know, once in a while, you know, maybe, you know, they watch one a month or every couple months or kind of thing. But all told, it's, it's about 50,000. So it's probably 10, 10,000 pretty, um, pretty reliably. And then 40 on top of, you know, so they're out there. There's a lot, but it's definitely not millions. (laughs) If it was millions, we wouldn't be in this mess because that would mean millions of people can think and have a brain. They do not, especially in Canada. One of the dumbest, Canada is one of the worst, Western liberal democracies in the world. And I guess by worst, I mean it's the most enthusiastic about being that thing. (laughs) It's the most enthusiastic about the global homo agenda. It really loves it, and uh, the people here love it too. And if you're not one of them, you're outnumbered uh, four four to one. About four to one. That's Canada. It's a very, very communist uh, leaning country. Uh, Crayon Minister says Euro war arab war i don't care i collect the arms fair <laughs> insert rothschild name here did you know did you know i just learned this last night i did not know this uh, fairy found this kind of obscure fact in a random youtube channel basically all of the machine guns sold in in world war one on every side so the the machine guns industry was basic was was all of rothschild's uh uh, he owned all of those, all the Maxim machine guns, all the fucking, you know, the three, four main top big machine gun producers. He he owned all of those companies. So he's literally selling guns to everyone and they're all killing each other while he gets rich. Isn't that nice? Isn't that cute? It feels like there's something wrong with that, right? Shouldn't that be illegal? Oh, it's fair. Everybody should have to be, should be fair. You should all have to, uh, 
I feel like a I feel like a weapons company should be belong to this to the people, shouldn't it? Those are our weapons that we use to defend ourselves. So if it's say an American weapons company, that company belongs to Americans, and I don't think it should be making guns or weapons for anyone else ever. Under any, I mean, under really extreme circumstances, you know, uh, maybe you could lend them some or borrow. But uh, yeah, the whole weapons industry is is disgusting and crazy. <laughs> I saw that, uh, and, and again, these big corporations, you are the big corporations, you dumb whore. I liked, um, uh, I think it was actually, what's his name? I can't remember his real name now. The British guy, Sargon. He had a, uh, tweeted something I saw on Twitter the other day. It was a rainbow flag, you know, love, tolerance, and all of that, with sponsored by Lockheed Martin. Right there. Right on it. Lockheed Martin, okay, you might as just picture the Grim Reaper. When when your shit is sponsored by the Grim Reaper, you're not cool. Okay? When one of the biggest weapons and arms dealing companies ever in human existence is openly sponsoring your cause, are you sure you're the good guy? Yeah, here it is. This is 2012. Homemade banners that say Occupy Wall Street. You know, you've got two by fours. This is, you know, black spray paint on some white. And, and this is 2023. One Pride Lockheed, sponsored by Lockheed Martin, on the back of a float truck with speakers and a bunch of flags. They probably paid for all that, too. One of these was a real populist resistance, the Occupy Wall Street uh, movement. One is paid for by elite establishment uh, players. All of our money going into this, um, I mean, we're the ones paying for it. If it wasn't for us paying for it, it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't exist. $12 million alone, just on pride events during COVID, the government spent. $12 million. Twelve million dollars for these. So when you see all these parades, twelve million twenty-one thousand seven hundred seven dollars worth of grants to dozens of nonprofit organizations in order to fund pride events between twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty-two. That's you paid for. That's your money. Twelve million dollars. The grants ranged from a few hundred dollars to over five hundred thousand. Vancouver Pride Society received a total of one hundred twenty-eight thousand in twenty twenty, despite holding no in-person event. So here, just have one hundred twenty-eight k. Oh, we're not doing anything. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just hang on for next time. Just be rich. Just uh, take it as a gift on behalf of the Canadian citizens, who then who then you are then going to go out and say are a bunch of bigots and monsters and Nazis, and we should destroy you. while you're holding a sign that I fucking paid for. Eh, oh, mwah. just rich, isn't it? Another Vancouver group, a Pride and Art Society, received $102,200 to hold its 11-day Queer Arts Festival. Hey, do you guys think I could get $200,000 to hold a 14-day Bigot Festival? Probably not, right? Probably not. But uh, that is that is how things are done in Canada. The government decides which political causes it's going to sponsor, and that's what this is. 2023 Montreal Pride received $272,000 for a podcast. For a podcast. Mine is entirely funded by you, the viewers, and the audience. And my supporters, I get no money from YouTube, from Spotify, from anyone, anywhere doing anything. Nothing. It's all from, uh, it's all donations. 
Nobody, pay, you know, I, maybe I might have made five dollars from Rumble actually. <laughs> so I guess um, so. I'll, I'll give someone five dollars if that offend, if they're how dare you? But I'm not taking money from any of these people. But they're taking two hundred seventy-two thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Grants were given to numerous organizations in yeah every province. Twenty-five million dollars. Ottawa's just committed to creating the first ever. LGBTQ. I see there's no plus, so I suppose pedophiles will not be and maps where they're not gonna be they're not I don't know. So they left the plus out. Maybe it's a typo. We don't we don't know that it's intentional hate yet. An LGBTQ entrepreneurship program. Twenty-five million dollars. You know what the fuck I could do with twenty-five million dollars. The point is no one wants any of this. It's all fake. All of it is fake. This, this, this is how they manufacture consent. I don't know who wrote that. Manufacturing consent. It's about propaganda. Was that Noam Chomsky? It's about it's about propaganda, and that's what they do. They manufacture consent, and one of the ways they do that is by um, taking advantage of the fact that they know that most people in in our countries are they're weak. They're very weak, childish, um, frightened little cowards. And they're scared of their own shadow. And they're very uncertain and have very low self-esteem and low self-confidence. This is on purpose. We have a system that has beaten down and demoralized people intentionally. And uh, and it's... It, it, it makes you angry, you know? I saw a kid today. I bought some... You know, these headphones, actually. <laughs> I needed another set. Just bought them at a place. There's a kid there. Probably 19, 18, you know, and had the demeanor, physical presence, attitude, you know, all of it put together uh, of basically a 10-year-old boy. That is pretty standard across the board. They're all very, I mean, not all, but an alarming number of, of men, in, you know, right up into their 30s are essentially 13, 14-year-old boys. Um, they collect toys. They're obsessed with games, child's games, video games. I'm listen. I play video games on the weekends, spare time, you know, for an hour or two, just because I want my brain to just shut off for a couple hours, and that's it. I mean, I mean, the ones that work at GameStop and think it's great, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. They've got walls of toys in their house. They've got uh, you know a bunch of posters and you know paraphernalia from like Star Wars. Uh, they're arrest. They're children still. They're men in their thirties and forties, and they're still, you know, developmentally back there. There's so much more to life than this fake consumeristic nonsense fantasy world that you're stuck in. That I'm angry on your behalf. That you, that it's been taken from you, and you don't even know it. Your entire life has been stolen from you, and you're not even aware of it. And if I tried to show you this and help you, you would fight me to to maintain the stability of the fantasy illusion that you live in. So, yeah, it's hard to deal with you people, the normie. It's very taxing, and I don't like to do it. I do it as little as possible. <laughs> You know, you see some 47-year-old pot-bellied, just soft-looking wiener, and he's wearing um, 
a fucking hockey jersey with some other man's name on it, and he's going ape shit at a television because some 20-year-old kicked the ball the wrong way, and I'm just like, bro, they're stealing our money to mutilate children. We're funding genocidal wars everywhere. Like our 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 world is 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 visibly deteriorating in front of us. I mean, you can just walk down the street and see it. And your your passion and your fucking ah is fired into this black hole of other men being paid millions of dollars to play children's games. I don't know whether I should be angry at you or depressed. <laughs> I really don't know. So I'm just going to I mean I don't I don't know. It's it's um it's something that I don't know has this ever existed? Have people ever been this apathetic to reality that they just choose to live in a childish fantasy world forever until they're dead? Like I remember thinking this when I was in my late teens, early 20s, mid 20s. Guys my age were still, like, guys I went to school with and grew up with, like, they're still acting like we're 17, 16. Like, I'd already been in a war by that time, <laughs> you know? I'm an NCO in the military. I have my own house, and they're, like, still working at a gas station and playing Halo. And it's like, okay. And and then it's like now we're, you know, thir- I'm 37 now, and guess what? They're still doing that exact same thing. And I'm just like, are we going to have 50, 60-year-old men gray with their fucking vr headsets and like i'm gonna fucking wreck you bro and they're playing their call of duty expansion season 75 of coomer edition while the city's on fire like is that is that what we're gonna is that what we're gonna go to or we're gonna be reduced that much like how does that how does that image not infuriate you in some some sense somewhere in your genetic code going back thousands of years, tens of thousands of years of your exist of you being alive, you understand this, that you are the continued living presence of thousands of years of evolution. I don't know what the re- no one knows, but there's evidence to suggest that people, Homo sapiens, have been alive on this planet for hundreds of thousands of years, at least, maybe even half a million years. And, you know two people exist say your mom and your dad and they get together and something happens right and then you're born living cells combine that are alive merge and then form a new third living organism that is an extension of the previous two and it goes on and on and on so this is an unbroken chain of life that you are a part of this unbroken chain of tens of thousands maybe more longer hundreds of thousands let's pretend let's be ambitious about it all the way back to before the before times the pre pre uh, pre pyramids pre recorded history okay lost civilizations you go back to that even still and after all of that after all of those heartbreaks and achievements and victories and deaths and sufferings and and you know rebirths and rejuvenate all of it the whole story and it ends with you as a 60 something year old incel on a vr headset fat lazy dumb and emasculated worshiping your own destruction while you crank it to pretend ai internet ladies
I mean... <laughs> hey! Not everybody, not everybody has to be a leader. Not everybody has to fight at the very front. But some, some people do. And let's just be honest, some people just aren't cut out for it. But it's when they really pretend that they are. When their entire existence has been boiled down to worshipping comic books and video games. As all of the evil rises and gets stronger day after day. You're just there gaming. Fucking mass murderings are happening. Migrant invasions. Fucking justice system's compromised. Oh, man. Wow, toys? All of your ancestors are just committing suicide at the same time in the afterlife. It was all for nothing! I mean, you, you you should you should feel a little responsible, shouldn't you? Shouldn't there be some? Should there be some guilt? Like, man, I really feel like I should do a little more. I mean, I should put in more of an effort than this, shouldn't I? We are staring down the barrel of the end of civilization. I mean, you you, you understand what we're looking at? We're looking at an endless period of slavery. Um, at the whims of a bunch of psychopaths that are going to control everything. They're going to own all of the food, all of the money. They can turn it off and on at will. They, who eats and who doesn't eat. The power to decide who lives and who dies. They're clearly insane. They want to control all of the data, control your entire life, put everything under surveillance and all of this. And what you're worried about is, is what again? Please enlighten me. Please tell me why I should waste even a, a fraction of my fucking life thinking about whatever the hell it is you're whining about today. I'm all ears. I can't wait to hear about it. I'm sure it's going to be fucking riveting. Hold on. Let me take my pants off. I don't want to ruin them by getting such a huge boner at the, at the you know life-shattering realizations and philosophical nukes that you're about to drop on me that I ruin yet another pair of pants. So let me take these off first and sit down, of course, lest I take a fucking sudden coincidence and my head explodes from your blinding intellect. Okay, I'm ready. Let's hear all about it. Mm-hmm. Philip, take these people to Dumpster Island. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Richard Payne from Beaton. See, this guy knows. Has, he's, he was. 
Long story. We're not going to go into it, but nice to see you back, sir. He says, finally back for a live stream. Take my money and tell everyone to watch the Sean Ryan podcast with hacker Ryan Montgomery. Imagine if networks, imagine networks of child predators that dwarfed Aglon and limited to the U.S. and Canada, no less. Horrific shit that everyone needs to hear. We really are at war with evil. They will not win. Yeah, we are. Um, that's something else that people don't want to think and talk about very much. I mean, I'm aware of it, and I, and I understand it's there, and I, I believe it. It's just, I mean, you bring it up where you can, where it where it makes sense, but to just obsess over it too much, I think you'll go insane because it really is the most evil thing that's happening in the world. And no one that we have as so-called leadership is prepared or willing to even acknowledge that it's happening because that's how cowardly that they are. Um, yeah, I believe you. I've, I've seen some, there's some pretty dark shit and it's industrialized. It's industrialized, uh, child slavery, sex trafficking, not just children, young adults, women, and you know, anyone really, um, but primarily women and children. And, uh, it's, it's a, it's a tens of billions of dollars a year industry that is, cannot possibly be operating without the assistance of, of government agencies and actors because there's no way like, Oh, are they just sneaking around all of this money? All of these people, you know, all this is all. No, of course they know what's happening. So it's one of these things. We, well, it's just part and parcel, right? You're just going to have to live with it. It's just going to have to be part of your life. Just like, you know, getting stabbed to death in a metropolitan, you know, multicultural city is part and parcel of living there. Okay. And you're just going to have to live with that. Donkey says that's a well-earned tip. Uh, great air guitar. Thank you. That's not. I wasn't. Uh, it's been a while since I've listened to that song, and the best part wasn't until later. And I didn't want to waste too much more time. But I would have picked something better for air guitar if I was going to use. I did air drums a lot more. But contrary to, I I don't know how to play drums at all. I do know how to play guitar a little bit. <laughs> so I could probably do much better air guitar than I could air drum anything. That's for sure. Roy Skin uh, with some salutes. Thank you very much, sir. That's a that's a hate symbol. You should be aware. Using the backslash key, in key that that is confirmation that you are part of the second Waffen SS Das Reich division. Uh, and from from behind from from a new uh, beyond the grave, your your uh, ID tags will be in the mail, and as soon as you put them on, you'll have an unstoppable urge to do meth and. Uh, <laughs> You know, take out vengeance <laughs> on people. Uh, Katie Campbell uh, with the with the violin emoji. Thank you. Yeah, the violin. Uh, it's gonna get. It's getting some use. I'm. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad it's come out. Tropical Rocket says they knew they weren't going to be able to start a new conscript army, so they used the Karens. Oh man, our military's bad shape. I should go take a look at that. Uh, we could get into that. Uh, but last one. Oh, two two of the last ones. Oh no, they got them. Uh, Nigel says, got suspended from Twitter for sending the violin clip to Rachel Gilmore. <laughs> really? You, s what? You got, you got suspended for sending a, a <laughs> I mean, for all the people that are really, they really like Twitter now, you know, Twitter's so much, it, it's better, but it's still pretty gay. It's still pretty not, I mean. We we turned the temperature down from like maximum sodomy to like a six out of ten, which is still way more than acceptable, which is zero. So it's it's better, but it's still not like it's not this isn't good enough. You know what I mean? Like we need better than this. <laughs> That's funny. She got suspended. I I I want to. I'm reaching a level now that where use just my face and voice alone 
is cause to suspend someone's account. Other people have been have been banned. <laughs> this is some fun trivia for you. New- Here's for all you new people. I've only got one rule. Everyone fed posts. Nobody whines about it. <laughs> I other people have gotten banned from social media platforms just because of me either knowing them or being on their channel. Nothing nothing that was said. It was specifically my presence alone was caused to terminate. So that's funny. I'm 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 glad that it's reaching that level. Just I hope I hope that in the future they can sell my face on shirts, and that's just going to fund my entire children's lives because it's just the internationally known, recognized hate symbol. It's just my my smiling face. It's like the Che Guevara shirt, but like way less gay, you know, with way less uh, mass murdering of civilians. For now, <laughs> I'm kidding. For now. <laughs> forever but for now <laughs> jake says a new baby goat was born at the farm he's pure black and male i think we all know what his name will be uh-oh he says am i inviting evil spirits or a power i will never be able to contain both both of those things it's best just to ride with it you know just go with it just do what it wants it's uh easier that way he may spare your friends and family because he likes, you know, likes a compliant servant like Renfield, you know, it's worth it, keep, worth it to keep him happy because it helps the operation along. But, uh, you know, all right. Yeah. Chris Guy was arrested. He's out. I talked about that. What else? What else are we going? What else is going on? A lot. A lot of stuff. I got. can't lose my pace here. You don't know what you got until it's gone. Well, I never knew what having $25 million uh, would be like, but I know it's gone. It's gone to these more of these uh, rainbow initiatives. That, there wouldn't be any if they didn't need our money to fund it. If it was, okay, everyone that wants to, everyone that really feels strongly about this, before I went off in this, other, I don't know what the hell I even ranted about, but manufactured consent the point i was trying to make all oh right because i talked about how stupid people are and you're 13 year olds they're they're um intentionally infantilized and kept in this state of arrested development because people like that are easier to control they're easier to manipulate they're less self-confident they're less um sure of anything and they're more likely to rely on authority figures which you know when in their childhood would be like mommy and daddy have actually been replaced by mommy and daddy government these people have never been taught or um kind of culturally nurtured to look out for themselves to to see themselves as the center of their i mean you're responsible for yourself everything's on you this is it you know you're the you're the you're the the buck stops with you you're the last call and the last say and the last line of defense of anything in your life because that's all no it's the government uh that's that's who the authority is now so worship them and they manufacture consent by making these weak people believe that this is what everyone believes so they must conform to because that's what the majority uh believes and to step outside the majority would be to oppose it, which means to draw the ire of it, which means... That, and they can't survive without the majority. They're sheep animal people. They need to live inside the herd. They need the protection of the numbers and of, for security to feel like they're going to be okay. They can't live outside of the out of the pack because they're weak and soft. So they present all of these things, all of these parades, all of these causes, all of these days of visibility, and blah, 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 and it's endless, and on and on. And then you have these effeminate, weak men, uh, like Pippi, and like the rest of them, so afraid to oppose it, 
because they believe that the illusion has worked on them and it's intimidated them to such a degree that they believe that they're going to be drawing the the anger and all oh, the rage of the entire country if they go against it when in fact it's just a very small minority of people that give a shit about any of this and uh, it's only an illusion it's an illusion that's been painted for you a very very expensive illusion that they use your money to do and that's where all these parades and all this stuff was coming from because without that government money none of this would happen it wouldn't be on TV there wouldn't be big parades there wouldn't be anybody because there's no money to make it happen there's no funding for it they would have to fundraise it themselves and if they tried to do that guess what they wouldn't get very far they wouldn't get very far because people are not into it the overwhelming majority of people are not into it. They don't want it. And now you're starting to see pushback. And now you, now you see Anheuser-Busch lose $30 billion fucking dollars. Okay? Without our money, it doesn't exist. It's, a, it's, a, it's an illusion. It's not real. None of this shit's real. Uh, you, you're just a bigot. Everybody hates you. No, trust me. It's the opposite. It's the first Red Bull I've had in a while. Morgan's going to be mad at me. <laughs> Don't tell her. She's probably watching. Bilbo Benis just says Benis. Thank you, sir. Uh, free speech zone says Los Gates. Yes, I know. Los Gates. Schneller. And Benis. Very good. Very good contributions. Appreciate that. Plutonimus says Starbucks removes all pride decorate. Yeah, I saw it. Now Starbucks is, is off the train because they don't want to lose money. How is it possible that if everyone so overwhelmingly loves all of this stuff that some of the the products with the biggest market shares in the world, like Starbucks and Bud Light, can suffer these kinds of consequences and make these kinds of decisions if, if what you believe is true, if what these lefties believe is true? Um, it can't. It's impossible. The only logical answer is that the overwhelming majority of people not only not support this but are so fed up with it that they're willing to boycott products that they use on a regular basis all the time that will bankrupt you that's how upset the average person is becoming with this nonsense so big companies like starbucks are like i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna risk it we can't survive a catastrophic we can't have a bud light so we're just not doing it anymore and lots of other things have followed suit because, as I said, they're just being tolerated. It's all just being tolerated. It's just being put up with. It's not that anybody likes it. So you have these fake politicians pretending that they're, uh, you know, oh, we stand in solidarity with the whatever current thing community. No, you're afraid of the media, and you're afraid of the mob, and you're, afraid, you're, you're a weak coward that's been bent down to kiss the ring and kneel before all the great, all-powerful head in the sky. Do, do what the authority says, you little small man. Um, you know, things like, this is something you won't hear them uh, get into. This is, this is real, by the way. The Supreme Court has refused to hear the case of a dying woman who requires an organ transplant. You know why she can't get one? Because she's unvaccinated. So the state has decided that she should just literally die. And she may. She very well may die because she's unvaccinated. That's Canada. That's where we live. This is the kind of country that these people have created. These journalists, these politicians, these poli these political um these these influencers, these 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 uh parasite people. That would, regardless of whichever side of the political conversation, they just worship their team to, you know, 
gather it's it's part of the game to them they're just playing the leapfrog lily pad the climb the ladder game like all the rest of them to try and get money and and uh, influence they don't actually care about anything they're scum uh, because of those people doing the things that they do and denying reality, donut, uh, people get to die. Innocent people get to die. And uh, obviously the conservative party can't say anything about this because uh, they supported this, didn't they? And they've ignored the National Citizens Inquiry where thousands of people came forward to talk about the destruction in their lives caused by this government's mandates and its obsession with this uh, pharmaceutical god complex they have. All parties, we all, we're all in this together, right? Yes. No, you guys need your clicks. I under, No, I understand. I understand, Donut. I understand, Rachel. I get it, you guys. You need clicks. Clicks are important. Clicks are worth money. Yeah. It's just, it's, I mean, so what if, so what if some people have to die though? Okay. So if we have to ignore some dead kids like Sean Hartman, and if we have to ignore some woman dying slowly, painfully, you know, in, with that kind of anxiety and dread on a daily basis, if we have to ignore those kinds of things so we can get clicks, well, then that's just what we're going to have to do guys. Cause we're good people, right? We're good people at the end of the day and we are fighting for what's right. We're fighting against hate. How much do you have to hate this woman to to deny her existence, as you continually do? How much do you have to hate the Hartman family? How much do you have to hate all of the victims of the people that you've uh, you've helped victimize? How much do you have to hate them to justify pretending that their suffering doesn't exist? How much hate? Can you quantify it? How many TikTok videos? How many experts agree? How many experts are concerned can I get out of 10? Are you fighting hate? Is it the right thing to do? Tell me more about the right thing to do. People that ignore dying victims that you helped victimize? I want to hear it. I really do want to hear it. And this is why they'll never allow me to speak to them anywhere in public. They will never engage someone like me because they would be eviscerated because there is no excuse for these things. There is no excuse for these moral problems because they are, in fact, terrible, weak, pathetic, cowardly, weaselly, slimy, gross, unworthy human beings. Just like this fly. Oh. <laughs> Dead. Man, there's a couple of them down here. It's surreal to even read something like this and acknowledge that, yes, this is the same place I was born and grew up in. The Supreme Court of Canada will not hear the case of a dying, unvaccinated woman who's been denied an organ transplant. Sheila Annette Lewis is dying of a terminal illness. She was removed from the top organ donor transplant list after refusing to be vaccinated. She said the Supreme Court owes her an answer as to why it won't hear her case. Because they're cowards. And they don't care about you. She says this is the highest court in Canada that doesn't want to do right by the people of Canada. She said in an interview with Rebel News. Yeah, expect that to continue. This, it's a lost country. guy. It's, it's not coming back. It's, it's done. It's reached full Weimar corruption. 
it it has to just see itself through to its conclusion. You have to just watch it burn and fall to the. It's like you're trying to save a building that's hopelessly engulfed in an inferno. Like it's done. The time to the, you know. Oh, if we just vote like that was twenty years ago. Okay. And the amount of time you were going around sharing memes trying to get people to vote harder, a million more people came up came in for the other side. Million. How many did you get? Twenty seven. Cool. Uh, it says Lewis was unsuccessful at both the Alberta Court of Queen's Bench and the Court of Appeal, with both levels of court finding that the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms does not apply. Doesn't apply. Both courts also dismissed her claims under the Alberta Bill of Rights. Hmm. Oh, but she's looking into the fires, huh? Remember, remember super-based premier? Oh, yeah, we're going to get the libs out. This woman's going to die because of her. She's a murderer, right? It was their policies that put this woman in this position, and now she's going to die. She has a terminal illness, meaning you will die. You are going to die from this affliction lest you get life-saving um, uh, surgery. And you're not allowed to get that life-saving surgery because you didn't do the current thing, so just go fucking die somewhere. That's Canada now. And I'm, to, and I'm supposed to sit here and believe, honestly, and say with an honest, straight face that, no, this is a great country that looks after people and does the right thing. No, it doesn't. It hasn't for a long time. And I think Canada needs to take a good long look in the fucking mirror for once and stop patting itself on the back for being the most willing uh, recipient to get bent over and fucked up the ass. That doesn't, it's not a virtue. It doesn't make you a good country. It doesn't make you powerful. It doesn't make you inspiring. It makes you a sucker. It makes you a victim. What is there to be proud of? Let's see, which war crimes have we, have we participated in? Most of them. Iraq, Afghanistan, Libya, Somalia, Yemen. Yeah, we're doing all of that. We're funding all of that. Cool, cool. How's that human trafficking stuff? It's worse than ever. Right on. Good. Homelessness, violent crime exploding, standard of living decreasing. Great. Excellent. And now we have people dying of terminal illnesses and we refuse to help them. We refuse. We deny them life-saving medical care that we possess because they didn't worship the current thing. So much to be proud of. So much to revere and celebrate. Lewis has now filed a negligence claim against Alberta Health Service and awaits a court date. I'm not going away, she said. I have to fight for my life. I don't want to die. I'm 58 years old and I have reason to live. I have grandchildren. I have children. And uh, look, here's how a politician politicians long spoken about the discrimination the unvaccinated Canadians faced during the pandemic as they were barred from restaurants, movie theaters, gyms, and in Lewis's case, a life-saving organ transplant. But during the recent provincial election campaign, she said she would leave the complicated decision of organ transplants up to the experts, just like PP. Um, I'm going to defer to other people to make that uh, decision. I'm, I only want the biggest chair in the province so I can have the biggest stick to wield about what happens in this fucking place so I can then defer challenging decisions that, that demand, really, let's be honest, demand my fucking input. Something this serious, this precedent-setting, 
as, you know, if you're in the big chair, absolutely you should weigh in on that. And you, but you need it. You need that chair so you can say, I'm going to let other people, I'm, 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 I'm not going to make decisions. I can't do it. I'm scared. You make me sick. You're disgusting. Disgusting and you make me sick. Just eat the salad and die. Ms. Lewis. Sheila Annette Lewis. Dying of a terminal illness. In Canada where you live and she's denied life-saving medical care because she didn't do the current thing. Which you now no longer need, by the way, to do fucking anything. They all changed their mind and said, oh, you know, well, oops, it doesn't matter. She's just simply being punished for not obeying. This was never, this was never really about COVID. This was never about a virus. This was never about fuck all. This was about dividing the human population into two camps. The obeyers and the non-obeyers. And they did that very well. And this was the wedge issue that they used to put people into which camps? And the ones on the obey authority side continue to harbor that grudge. And they will forever see you as an enemy. You're one of those. Oh, you're one of those. Because they stayed home and stayed safe, and they did their part. They were patted on the back, and the government made sure, took, spared no expense to tell them how heroic they were, right? And how, how many, lo- how, what a great job they're doing. How morally superior they are. They're so morally superior that they can uh, deny a, a dying woman a life-saving medical procedure just to prove how superior they are. That's never going to go away. So it has nothing, because if it was, they would say, well, this, you know, this isn't required now. There's no reason. No, they did this out of spite. And this isn't the only case of this. This is happening all over the country, the way people are being treated, because you're one of them. They've they've divided us into two camps. There's the people that do what they're told, and there's the people that don't want to do what they're told. And the people that don't want to do what they're told, especially when it's uh, something really insane, well, they're going to be dealt with. And they're going to eat the salad and die. (sighs) Good times. Great country. Uh, Cunning Drager said it was Noam. Noam Chomsky, manufacturing consent. Yeah. I knew it. Um, Tropical Rocket said all the ESG stuff is because the lizard people own stocks and other companies and sit on their boards. It's just further consolidation. It's always the money. Follow the money. Because it's all. No, it's about equality. No, it's about making money. And this is uh, another way we can do it. Lord Talarian, how are you doing, sir? Good to see you. He says the latest podcast uh, with RF uh, Rogan podcast with RFK Jr. is worth everyone's time. Vaccines are a lie. No, the COVID vaccine BS, all of them. Well, they're not safe, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll play that. I do have that somewhere. This was known. I, I've talked about this before about um, how it is. I mean, like these companies have unlimited liability, and in Canada as well. They're you know, people are under the under the presumption that, like, well, they wouldn't give it to you if it wasn't safe. Yes, they would, and they have been. <laughs> okay, in the United States during the Reagan admit, well, he explains it. They were they were given blanket immunity to do whatever they want. They can never be sued. They can never be charged. They can never do anything. And our governments agreed all of the same terms with all of this uh, COVID vaccine. So people are like, oh, there's got to be lawsuits. No, there isn't. No, there isn't. There will never be lawsuits. 
No refunds. Like, you should have paid attention. None of the vaccines are ever subjected to true placebo-controlled trials. It's the only medical product that is exempt from that prior to licensure. Anyway, what ha happened in the DDP vaccine, was, when it was pulled in this country, it was pulled because so many people were suing the drug companies. Wyeth, which is now Pfizer, was the primary manufacturer. They went to the Reagan administration in 1986, and they said... Um, you need to give us full immunity from liability for all vaccines or we're going to get out of the business. And Reagan actually said to them, why, why don't they said, we're losing $20 in downstream liability for every dollar we're making in profits. And Reagan said to them, well, why don't you make the vaccine safe? And they said, because vaccines are unavoidably unsafe. That's the phrase they use. And that phrase is in the statute. And it's also in the Brusewitz case, which is the Supreme Court decision upholding that statute. And so anybody who tells you vaccines are safe and effective, the industry itself got immunity from liability by convincing the president and Congress that vaccines are unavoidably unsafe. <laughs> you have to give us liability because we'll never stop being sued. We'll be sued into oblivion because we fuck up so many people. Oh, okay, fair enough. You're ne okay, li not liable ever again. Now go on TV and tell everyone how safe and effective they are. Neat. Good to know. I like that information. That's that's good to know. You know? Something to think about. Um, uh, Man on the Mountains is just wondering why the Prime Minister commandeering a Russian AN-124 cargo plane only to give them to Ukraine is a complete non-story because nobody cares. You know, he says nobody seems to give a fuck. Yeah, that, that, that's the reason. Uh, we are now directly taunting Russia. No, they're they're delusional. They're out of their minds. They're not they're not smart. There's no secret plan. Um, you know, at le at the levels of our federal government, anyway, they're just uh, they're they're as stupid and and out of their minds as they appear to be. Uh, Doctor Jenstein says, watched What Is a Woman last night with my Cirque wife, <laughs> streaming free on Twitter. It was good, funny, but disturbing. Had to listen to Cannibal Corpse after to clear my head. I guess that would chase a lot of the other thoughts out of your head. There's a lot of screaming. I've never been a big... I don't like those guys, but, uh, you know, whatever you're into. Plutonymous says, uh, what you need to know about Canada, the burning nation. What is this? Something on a blog spot? I don't know. There's a link to something. Looks like to me. I don't know. I don't want to click it. I'm scared. I don't, I'm not, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're trying to do. I'm trying to hijack my workstation. I won't fall for it. It's not going to happen. Um, let's see. got to think about how I want to proceed with this now. Oh, I guess we'll still, we're still talking about this. We might as well. RFK Jr. says he's got to be careful that they don't assassinate him like his dad and his fucking uncle. Um, I doubt that very much, but, you know. He spoke to his uncle, JFK, about his uncle being at war with the military-industrial complex. Yeah, JFK was... Uh, he did a number of things they didn't like. Uh, opposing the Vietnam War and trying to end it was one of them. Keeping the Israelis from acquiring a nuclear bomb was another big one. Uh, I, I don't imagine. I don't, I, 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 interesting, he's probably not going to talk about that. And, uh, you know, the other Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy, trying to make them register as a foreign lobbyist, foreign lobby group that became APAC, which became... Anyway. 
It's all very convoluted and mysterious, and there's no explanation, and it's just, you know, Lee Harvey Oswald was a crazy guy. Don't look into it. There's nothing to see. <laughs> there's nothing going on there. 40 million people, man. 40 million people now. There is a lot. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get to all this tonight. Uh, parental rights makes you a far-right neo-Nazi, if you guys didn't know. That's the prime minister's opinion. If you believe in anything like that, any like like traditional family values, you're probably a terrorist. That's what the prime minister thinks of you, so it's just something you should be aware of. Um, <laughs> just Oh, and, and just move on. One last uh, group, maybe you're not aware of. Uh, $516,000 to a group called a Justice Trans, which their logo is, <laughs> Cosman says here, it's uh, literally a dick. And, and that does appear, that is what it looks like. Yeah, it looks like a dick. Uh, $516,000 for identifying, documenting, and tracking anti-trans organizing in Canada and developing safety solution to address it. So that's, uh, you know, again, that's where your money goes. Be happy about it. They're just super powerful because they're oppressed. It's not because they're stealing all of your money and at will and have ideologically captured your entire state apparatus from top to bottom. That doesn't have anything to do with anything. <laughs> That's just conspiracy talk. Even though it's obvious, what's right in front of your face is not what it looks like. It's something else. It has to be. Because that would the, the alternative would be too scary. This is um, what I've been kind of talking about a little bit, if you, if you weren't aware. And this, this is just, oh, the absolute state of it, man. Uh, the mother of Barnaby Weber was, was, of course, one of three people stabbed to death for no fucking reason at all by a, a Muslim migrant that was welcome. Hashtag refugees welcome. Uh, the mother says, please hold no hate. No hate to any race, color, sex, or religion. You're my beautiful boy. You know, your dad and your brother's hearts forever will have... Well, no, he's dead. He's dead. And because you are you you lack the capability to confront and fight your enemy, more people will die. Oh, he has a brother? Maybe he'll be murdered next. And your husband, maybe. Maybe you. Maybe you'll be raped and murdered. But it's important to remember that you you don't you don't express feelings of hatred for enemy invaders that murder people in your in your in your country in your town in your city. No. That would be crazy. It's important that these people be killed for no reason. Because otherwise, you'd be racist. Someone would would say the R word about you. And you and then what are you going to say then? You you're probably going to you're going to have to lock your Twitter account. You're going to probably have to lay low for a few weeks. There's going to be some hashtags. Oh, no, my goodness. You know what? That I'm right. Better to let the murdering happen. And and don't, uh, don't respond ever. Don't do anything about it. This is a quick, uh, nice video here from Paul. I like his take on this as well. Society is more interested in creating coping narratives in reaction to violent crime rather than addressing the specific factors that facilitate it. A 75-year-old woman leaving Macy's Herald Square was confronted by a shirtless attacker 
who shoved her to the Typical. ground and repeatedly kicked her before getting away. Oh yes, shirtless attackers. Similar story in Seattle where a pregnant 34-year-old Ina Kwan was shot in the head four times while sat in a vehicle at a stoplight, emboldened by increasingly lax sentencing, facilitated by demoralized and defunded police department. They merely serve as an excuse for politicians, the predator class, to evade responsibility for the policies they've enacted that are causing spiraling violence on our streets. Should we react to violent criminals by refusing to intervene? Once you entrench the narrative that it's not only permissible, but mandatory for good men and women to do nothing, evil rises in a hurry. Yeah. Society is more don't, in don't react. That would be bad. That would be hate. It would be hate. You can't do anything. You're supposed to just sit there and be quiet forever. Um, all my videos and everything are all moved around. Funny enough, I don't know why this is, but there is a map here. This is a, a recent kind of graphic map of terror attacks. Poland, conspicuously absent from the fun. Um, it is worth noting that Poland has a kind of infamous as, as a, as a neo-Nazi white supremacist country that uh, does not welcome migrants. It does not hashtag refugees welcome. In fact, has a state uh, policy of no, none. We will not be taking migrants. And for some reason, they're all still alive. But you know what? Even though they're alive, they don't. Des they sh they none of no one in Poland is happy about it. Everyone's like, "I wish I was dead. I would rather be dead because then I wouldn't be racist. This is horrible. I wish someone from uh, I don't know Somalia would come here and kill me. That would be so much. Then I could be enriched and I could die with honor and be happy. I would own nothing. I would have no heartbeat and I would be happy." happy klaus schwab would be happy why can't i fucking get beheaded on a fucking bus on my way to work come on come on poor poland i feel bad for them they don't get to experience enrichment i just uh <laughs> it's gonna be something they're always gonna have to just be jealous of and watch from afar they're just gonna have to watch from afar and imagine and and try to Use our imagination as to what it would be like to be this woke and be and be this awesome. Godzilla, where, where yeah, where we just let people die and then we and then we apologize. We apologize to the murderers as they kill our children. That's that's how you win. That's how that's what that's what winning looks like. Can you imagine it? I don't I don't know what it takes. <laughs> I've always wondered, like, so ghosts, right? I've, you know, I'm not going to get too into too much detail. But I've seen some weird shit, you know. And, but I, anyway, the point over the years, it's like, what? Let's let's say, just for the the thought experiment, a ghost is like a human spirit that's just on a mission for some reason. I'm like, how how much human passion and how much of a fiery soul do you have to have to beat death and still remain in some non-physical form here in this realm because you're so fucking angry and fucking bad or whatever it is, right? That must be something else. So, you know, in that, in that vein, in that thought, if I was ever murdered by terrorists and my fucking mother went on television to apologize... And kneel to the terrorists. I would recreate the entire series, the entire poltergeist series of movies 
And I would not stop until I had driven her and all of them insane because I would be so angry. I will bring this entire house into another dimension through the upstairs closet bedroom, through my sister's bedroom closet. I will, like pulling a sock inside out, reach my ghostly arm from the depths of hell, grab your fucking reality and pull it inside out should you ever apologize to terrorists for killing me. That is my promise. I know it's not the best. I can't destroy the earth or anything. I can't make the meteor come, but I can turn at least one entire solid house inside out and bring it into another dimension just like in Poltergeist. That I am fucking sure of. I'm not sure of, you know, I, I'm pretty sure of the things I can do and the things that I can't. That is something I'm positive I can do. I just, I just have a very, I feel it. I feel it very, like, you know? Like when you're a kid and somebody's like, do you think you could jump over that, you know, that hall? I'm like, yep. I don't even need, I just by looking at it, I'm like, fuck yeah, I can. Watch this. Holy shit, he's a poltergeist now. I told you I could do it. I want to go home. Now who's alive and who is the devil? You can't decide, so we'll be your guide. And one by one, they will be here chosen. Now this is what it's like when worlds collide. Dark comment of the night goes to Godzilla. For I'm in no way suggesting that the dying cancer patient kill herself, but I'd like to know if the same government who denied her life-saving treatment would provide her a government-assisted suicide. To be fair, I had that exact same thought. I just didn't say it, but uh, I bet they would. I bet that is the... And, and that's why it's the darkest question, because I bet you I'd be willing to bet that, yes... If she, if the like not it's not in the news like whatever, she just accepted her fate and applied for maid. I bet you they would say yes because she's terminally ill. She's suffering, right? So they'll lit. You know that that's reality. That's Canada now. That's where you live. That's acceptable. That's acceptable. Do you know why I know it's acceptable? Because no one has surrounded that building in an angry mob demanding this woman be taken care of. Because nobody gives a shit. They're, they they don't care. They're too they're busy. I already described you to them. Described them to you. They're wearing another man's name on his back, soft, fat, portly belly, yelling about invisible nonsense children things on television. That's what they're busy doing instead, while people are dying, being murdered by their own government. And then if my face should ever appear, they go, Oh boo! Boo! 
I saw that thing once, but I don't like you. I, I don't care. I hate you. I like, uh, if, if I woke up tomorrow and I was one of these people, I would immediately seek the, the, I would immediately seek the fastest way to die. Just around my surroundings. Like, do I go to the, <laughs> you just wake up. He's some middle-aged comic book nerd, fat guy. Like I'd be like, oh, it was all a dream. Well, <laughs> I couldn't do it, man. I don't know how they. I don't know how they. I don't know how they. Um, it's probably good that they're not smart enough to understand what they are, because if they were, they probably would kill themselves. I think. I think that's probably how it works. So it's like. Don't encourage them to get any smarter because they'll, if they figure it out, they, they might not be able to handle it. <laughs> and then, uh, well, it's not for everybody. And, and yeah, they, they probably would. They would recommend, they would give her maid in all seriousness. They would. I bet you they would. Just to prove how great they are. <laughs> oh, the Canadian forces. Are we going to go back to you guys for a minute? Perhaps we should. Somebody made this meme. Was this you, Paul? I think it was Paul Thompson. No, that's not what I wanted. This is what I wanted. <laughs> Share it the other day. Uh, you know, Morgan was like, I don't... Yeah, I guess it isn't obvious to some. This uh, over the Drake meme, that's the Canadian Forces really dumb logo that uh, none of us have ever liked. It looks silly and stupid and lame, but that's what it is. Anyway... We used to have the Army, the Navy, and the Air Force as independent branches of the armed forces that worked you know, together, and then they were smushed together to become the Canadian Armed Forces, and then it's all everybody's all teamed up, and their little badge here, you've got the Navy anchor, and it's on the blue thing, because it's like in the ocean, and then there's like the swords, it's the Army, and then there's the bird that looks kind of like a dick on the hat badge, and it's in the air, it's on top, see, it's in the Air Force, it's so harmonious, and uh Uh, like it, it, like some 47 year old math teacher who used Microsoft paint designed this emblem, didn't they? And then said this and, and you were like, yep, this is the, this is the one, this is the one, this is the winner. This, this cartoonishly bad. This is going to be our symbol of our armed forces forevermore. That should have been a sign right there. But anyway, that's what it represents. And here, I just thought this is pretty funny. The, the, what became Veterans for Freedom, uh, but you've got a lot of veterans outside, uh, you know, supporting the Freedom Convoy out by the War Memorial, you know, taking a stand on. Yeah, the, the Army wanted nothing to do with that, but it is totally fine with this. It's totally fine with its officers standing behind uh, an actual psychotic, violent maniac and a bunch of uh, terrorists and pedophiles and a far left, far left uh, political activism scene here. There, it's it's fine with that. So that's again, it's an ideologically captured institution. It's not a legitimate. Uh, it's not. It, it's not serious. It's not a. It's not a. It's a mess. It's not something I would take serious. I don't take seriously. I don't take it seriously at all. Um, and there's a number of reasons for that. Here's another one. We're missing a, a crucial, I don't know about that, but I did an entire exercise because uh, the Air Force is on maintenance mode. 
It's engaged in its current. I mean, I, I, I'm good. I don't want to have anything to do with this war. We should have nothing to do with it. It has none of our business. And this whole thing is a complete nonsense shit show uh, of ritual murder and death. This is just killing people for the sake of making money and killing people. And, uh, you know, the bankers making more money and getting their way. It, the whole thing makes no fucking sense at all. And anybody that's honest with an, an in, with an intellect independent of the machine, it, you can think on your own, in other words. You will come to that conclusion if you're honest and you can think. Uh, or you just don't want to think or you're not honest. You're lying to yourself like I was doing when I was in the military. Whatever, you're, whatever you have to do, but it's not going to change the fact that I'm right and you're wrong. Um, we have nothing to do. We should have nothing to do with this. It's complete nonsense. But we can't participate anyway way because uh, the entire air force is being uh it's in maintenance mode right now <laughs> many of our aircraft and personnel are currently committed to uh modernization activities yeah yeah we don't have an air force okay oh and by the way wayne looks like i was right again and it looks like everyone that told you you were wrong, which was quite a few, it looks like James Top was correct. It looks like Dallas Alexander was correct. It looks like hundreds, maybe thousands of members you pushed out and destroyed their lives and careers were correct. Because it turns out that Canada's military COVID vaccine mandate violated charter rights. Grievance uh, Review Committee finds... So just wins all around, all day, every day for you guys in the Army, huh? And this is the military zone administrative tribunal found that the mandate violated charter rights of members who refused vaccination and said the policy was arbitrary and in some aspects overly broad. Yeah, it's putting it lightly. Oh, well. Oh, well. We just... uh we just split the army in half, destroyed morale and destroyed careers and dispelled generational talent. Like some of the guys are once in a generate, like, and, and they were forged through warfare, which is, is extremely valuable. I know this is, um, this is like explaining co primary colors or blocks that fit into the shaped holes. You know, that's what this feels like explaining this. But apparently these people are so fucking stupid that they need it explained to them like they're four years old. Um, experienced warfighters are extremely difficult to come by because, well, you have to fight in a war to get them, don't you? Uh, which we've already had a lot of experience doing. And in this environment where you're really horny to start fighting big wars, you're also simultaneously purging those of ours who are the best most world-renowned generational talents in war fighting at the same time. You're going to get rid of them, so amp up. We're going to, we're going to, like a balloon, blow up and inflate the risk of and likelihood of a major wartime engagement while simultaneously undermining our capacity to fight said war by purging our ranks of anyone who disagrees with the current thing, even despite them being a generational talent, a legendary talent, a world record holder. Yep. Yep. No, no, you guys are right. Can the Canadian military is a very serious place. Oh, it's very serious. Absolutely it is. It's not a joke. 
They know what they're doing. They're not just an ideologically captured mechanism to push a political agenda. Listen, they can't fight a war. We can't fucking protect our national interests. We can't project any power. We can't do anything that we pay the military to do. So why do we have one? It's a serious question. It was barely it was barely worth having when I was in there, and even then, you could have made that argument, and I would have had to throw up my hands and go, hey, he's not wrong. Why are we paying all this money for something that can't do what its um what its price tag says it does? If its price tag says, oh, for $25 billion, you get to defend the nation with a modern military. Oh, but it can't, but but an asterisk at the bottom, uh, even though it costs this much, it, it can't actually defend the, the, the nation, though. <laughs> can't. I see. So why are we spending this much? Oh, well, they do have they, them in their pronouns in their emails. And they do have the trans flag flying above all of our major institutions on military bases and at uh, Parliament Hill, at uh, D&D headquarters, uh, places like that. So uh, that's really its primary value now is, is more, of a, more of a social thing. It's more of, a, more of a just kind of a way to set the, uh, the greater tone of the federal government and then push it down onto the people. And that is, let's be honest, a lot of, a lot of butt stuff. That's that's really what. So you could say, is the military just here exclusively for butt stuff? You you could you could say yes. I'm not saying you should, or that is definitively the case. I'm saying that in a sense, the argument could effectively be made that yes, potentially the entire purpose of the Canadian forces' continued existence is um, butts and things going in them in sexual manners. That that could be interpreted as what. And I understand that just because it could be interpreted like how far has it fallen and degraded that that's even a serious line of thought. I know. I know. It is It is very troubling. It is very troubling. But Anyway, this is what, this is what you voted for. This is what kind of wanted happened Speaking of things they asked for and wanted to happen. Resident crazy cat lady is back again, and now she's uh, not with her paid mob of friends uh, from all over Ontario who were booked and bust in for that specific event. Uh, she's just literally the town crazy person uh, here by herself without any backup this time to face off against uh, all of the Muslim kids. <laughs> so, so we what we have here is the result of mass importation of people that are culturally uh, not compatible with uh, Canadian standards of living, at least at the time of them coming here, uh, specifically a lot of the rainbow stuff and a lot of the, you know, women on Tinder and just there's there's a lot. We're going to have a lot of we're going to have a lot of continued problems. OK, trying to integrate uh, massive amounts, millions amounts of, of Muslims into our society. So that's going to be great. Uh, fortunately, who they seem to they seem to have attracted each other now. So now the radical left uh, unhinged mob of goblin people wants to antagonize the Muslims over over their views on on homosexuality and and love is love and all that kind of thing, so that's I like this. Uh, this is this is very fun for me to watch, and I suggest everyone just just let this happen, just just back away and let's just watch what happens because they're made for each other. Listen, the, they wanted the Muslims here, now they're here, and they're they're like, hey, we do get that rainbow flag out of my children's face, and they're like, ah. They're going to fight each other. Let them fight. I've, uh, you know, used 
before I said, uh, if we were fighting in a field, right, you've got our army on one side and we're fighting theirs on the other, and then out of nowhere, wolves just... <laughs> oh, there's wolves! They've just come out of the forest or the tall grass, and they are now attacking the enemy. Um, what do? Nothing. You just watch the wolves eat them and fight them and go, well, this is fortuitous. Okay, okay, okay. What's the English translation? What's the English translation? Hey, hey. You're playing your game. They know she's a poser and a phony, right? And to just being mogged by these Muslim kids. Ah, <laughs> oh, but I said my few phrases that I know. Like, yeah, they actually speak both languages and they know you're full of shit. And uh, this is just... <laughs> The level of it, I mean, but but uh, narcissists can't feel embarrassment. Like they don't. Uh, I don't think they can. I think they just like all attention. But uh, this, remember what I said about if only they were a little bit smarter to know how pathetic they were, it would be an ugly situation. Who do you think she's talking to on her phone? Her like twenty Twitter followers, you know, <laughs> while she's dancing alone in a parking lot like a lunatic. Getting mogged by fucking Muslim teenagers. Hey. Let her talk, sisters. Let her talk. Let her talk. I want to see her go to a Swedish no-go zone and educate those people on how they're wrong about their own religion. That's what I want her to do. I would. I would pay for that. I would. I would pay ten thousand dollars. I will fly you to Malmo, Sweden, and I will talk to Henrik, and we will find the perfect neighborhood to drop you off in. I mean, you are a Muslim, you've said, right? You're a practicing, you're you're a, a, an ideal representation of what the Islamic faith is, so surely there should be no problem to see you do one of these little demonstrations in, in say, one of these neighborhoods. We'll, we'll have to sit down and pick uh, the best one just for you, but, uh, you know, I feel like that's something people would want. That's, you want followers? That'll get you some followers. Let's play. Hopefully we'll see some assault charges coming for this woman who dragged a person by her hair across the last protest. Yeah, don't do that. Don't be don't be dragging people around by their hair, especially not over there. Uh, you know, the police aren't even allowed to do that. The police aren't even allowed to go to those parts of town. They're just they have to ask permission first if they're going to come in there. So this is another fun game. So we've got the, we've got Nazis versus pedophiles. We've got uh, Islam versus woke Karens. Like, this is fun. You know, there's a lot of great reality TV shows right now to watch. There's a lot of things to keep you occupied. You know, I don't think you need to resort to sports ball. Reality is is plenty insane. It's plenty crazy on its own. And, um, you know, meanwhile, the, the main event, though, is, of course, uh, the, the constant dumping of millions of people exacerbating all of our problems that none of these talking heads in the government will ever dare address. Uh, cost of milk and a housing crisis. And that is because, yeah, there's a housing crisis. They, they all admit this. There's a cost of living crisis. They all admit this. Standard of living is going down. They all admit this. You know what makes all of these things exponentially worse and more so shares a greater portion of the pie contributing to these problems than anything else is mass migration. But they all share the opinion that that is a source of our strength, isn't it? Even as violent crime is exploding and all of the worst stats exploding, Europe is really getting real spicy now. And that's we, that's what we have to look forward to in about seven years. We're about five to seven years behind Europe. So as you're you know seeing a lot of crazy, seven more years will we'll be there. 
Um, and it's to the point now where, I mean, gangs of men have to go around like neighborhood watch to protect their neighborhoods because it's that it, the crime is that out of control. The people are just being homes are broken into. That that uh, those people that were stabbed in Nottingham were uh, this guy was just breaking into houses and stabbing people. Like it's it's not like oh they must have had a beef. No, this is just oh are you are you pushing your baby in a stroller? Stab stab the baby. That 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 for no reason. That's what's happening now. This is part. This is just part of it. This is part of the experience, and you have to accept this. How did we get to the point where we're accepting of babies being stabbed in the streets? Like, do you know what scares me? This honestly scares me. If you're like a, if you're somebody that appreciates or can understand or accepts the notion that there is like a supernatural intelligence, a creator figure, a god. And that if the general kind of narrative is correct, that doesn't like evil things, expects people to, you know, hold themselves to to accountable and, and stand in defiance of these kinds of things, you know, be worthy of your creation and earn your fucking existence. Uh, it would it would strike me that that sort of being that's presented itself in that way would be wholly furious with uh, the amount of people completely fine with allowing all of this to go on unchallenged. That would probably piss it off. And (laughs) I mean, probably you're going to be in for a ride. I feel like the consequences of this are going to be incredible, you know? And I think we're starting to see it. But anyway, anyway, uh, men are just trying to take it into their own hands now. Because you know what? The police aren't going to help you. They've already decided. They're not on your team. They're on team government. Unless unless the government tells them to do it, they're not going to do it. And they'll sit there in their cars and just and they'll just tolerate it. And they're going around. These migrants hey, going around. We're going to give this to the guys now. Breaking into people's houses, robbing people, attacking people, and they've got these to- got these tools off of them. See what they think about. They don't care. Guys, talk to one of them. It's all evidence. There you go, guys. What are you going to do about some migrants? Guys, we have stuff here. God. Belonging to the migrants. Ireland's getting Look fun. That. Do you want this or are you going to play doom? Them migrants that you're protecting are criminals. They're hiding all their stuff up there in the bush and jumping back into that building. You're pretending to be on the phone. Take this stuff, God, and fingerprint it. Because it's supposed to have fingerprints, aren't you? Are you going to take this stuff, God? No? Are you interested? No, he's not. Are you interested, guys? He's pretending to be on the this phone. This has to go in for evidence. Are you going to do on the bill, guys? What's your number? He won't talk to the public. What's your number? There's his number there. That guy won't talk. There's the sergeant. The sergeant won't come out and talk to us. And we're trying to give him stuff that the migrants have for robbing, for robberies, for burglaries. And you're protecting them. That's what they're hiding in the bush up there, guys. Because they can't say What's your number? This only changes when the police become more afraid of the public than they are of the migrants. And they're more afraid of the migrants and the state reaction. They're more afraid of that than they are of the of the of the men in the in the town. When that changes, they will change. And not before. Because they Thank can't you. take What's your number? Thank you. The you should be ashamed of yourself, guys. They're not. They're not ashamed. These people are robbing our community. Robbing our community. And you are doing nothing about it. So be ashamed of yourself, God. They're not. Them bushes are full of stuff up there. And you don't give a fuck about what happens to the oilers. 
So be ashamed of yourself. Puppy, my mother's house getting robbed over there. What are you going to do about it, Are you going to come out and talk to us and take this stuff? Contempt. You have fingerprints of all these immigrants. So fingerprint that and tell us who owns it. Do your job right. Protect the honest people. Do your job, lads. So be ashamed of yourself. But they're not. They're not ashamed of themselves. They're getting paid. Probably getting, uh, probably getting bonuses. Probably getting paid more than ever. Just to sit there and be a piece of shit. Sit there and contribute to it, right? And then, and you know, something will happen and then the state worship will get, oh, these heroes, these police heroes, heroes of the people. Oh, they're heroic, aren't they? Aren't they heroic? <laughs> do Americans, like, do people, do you know how much that we pay our cops here? It's a lot, man. It's probably double what you're making. I'm not kidding. What do you mean? You know what like a, like a beat cop makes in the states? I think it's like fifty k. They're making. I know it's Canadian money, so it's only worth half as much. But it's like one hundred and twenty five, hundred fifty k up here for a fucking beat cop, dude. Okay. To <laughs> so they're gonna look away for a lot. I mean, they've got a lot to. Uh, they've got they've they've got pools to pay for, as we've heard, right? paid from a pool they've got they've got cottages they've got summer homes they've got multiple car they've got kids in private school they've got investments they've got side companies they've you know you know doing with their business partners okay they're important okay cops are big deals here they're important people they make a lot of money and they're worth every penny they're worth every penny they're super i mean they're doing a great job aren't they do they have two skidoos? Plutonium is that? I don't know. I don't, I don't think I like like Jimmy's got two skidoos. I don't know. I don't know how many cops that got two skidoos. Not like Jimmy. Jimmy's riding two of them. That guy, you know, he's uh, he's not all there. Sometimes he does some things. Makes me wonder. I think he might have been out of his fucking mind. Like riding two skidoos. Yeah, I don't know what happened to him. He's out there somewhere. <sighs> Coming up. What else? What else? Cultural enrichment. Yes. So here's Paul to talk a bit more about this. Tragedy in Nottingham as two students were stabbed to death on the streets. Then a van driver was murdered before the killer used his vehicle to ram into three other people, all of whom sustained injuries. After the suspect had been arrested, eyewitnesses told the media that he was a black man with dreadlocks. And can you describe the people in the van for me? Was it two people? It was one man, he was black with dreadlocks. Then Nottinghamshire Police released this image announcing the arrest. Take another look at that image, and then take a look at a video of the actual killer. Yeah, something not quite consistent about those two things, is there? The culprit was later revealed to be a migrant from West Africa with a history of violence. Didn't see that coming. Tell you what's going on here. They do not want a full debate about who we might be letting into our country. Those that come into our country have to be checked, we have to know who they are, or they must not be able to stay. We've built up for ourselves an enormous problem. The police have virtually abdicated the streets in, in many, many areas. Punishments don't fit the crime. Shitlib's brains quickly malfunctioned. People saying that what happened in Nottingham is a sign of how broken the country is. You all right, babes? I lived in Notts 20 years ago, and my postman was stabbed and left on my doorstep while someone nicked his van. Vi See, now this is what I'm talking about, the weak behavior. They'll they'll use this as like a... I want to go back to this tweet. I find this really interesting. I'm really... Man, it's all psychology. The whole thing is a psych war, right? 
you all right, babes? Like, oh, well, so basically the attitude is people get murdered all the time. It's always been happening. Like, oh, you think this is a fucking big deal? This is a way for this person to not acknowledge what happened and dismiss it as not a problem, like an excuse to not get out of bed, like an excuse to not go to work when they don't want to. Like the tiniest, oh, shit, but you know what? I can say this and I can just opt out. There. Hands clean. Watch that. Oh, a guy got killed 20 years ago. Therefore, terrorists murdering kids in the streets of our city right now. It's it's not, not a thing. It's a cowardly... Um, it's like throwing down smoke, smoke grenades and running away is what it is, you know? Uh, rather than you know the masculine approach to this is what is the problem where is it let's do something about it let's find let's find the problem let's destroy the problem and let's move on this person wants to hide from and ignore and create excuses for the problem which one would you rather be 20 years ago and my postman was stabbed and left on my doorstep while someone nicked his van violent crime happened 20 years ago so where's the harm in importing more violent criminals if you think we should ban asylum seekers immigrants due to the actions of individuals you must also think we should ban men who make up the vast majority of offenders but you don't i wonder why men commit violent crimes so let's keep importing men who commit violent crimes some people resurrected this all-time galaxy brain hot take i also favor huge amounts of immigration of unskilled workers from poor countries on the grounds that it improves their welfare, including if it reduces the welfare of Britons, e.g. through higher crime. Yeah, it was worth it for the diverse cuisine. In an added layer of darkly ironic tragedy, the female stabbing victim's dad is a doctor who saved the lives of urban youths who stabbed each other. Perhaps unsurprisingly, the authorities have yet to publicly reveal any potential motive. Although it is now being reported that the killer suffered from, you guessed it, mental health problems. Interesting, isn't it, how hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people living in oh, well the UK then. with mental health problems don't go on murderous vehicular and stabbing attack rampages. So why are we even talking about that? This monster's just killed three innocent people in cold blood. Do we even need to be told he wasn't a paragon of emotional stability? Uh, at the same time, in Canada, especially right now, the, the latest uh, political gay-op, stupid distraction, non-story for idiots... For stupid people? What the stupid people are reading about right now? Paul fucking Bernardo. Because he got transferred from one jail to a different jail. And they want him to go back to the other jail. And how dare, Mr. Speaker, this is unconscionable. How is it that I went with that damn... Mr. Speaker. <laughs> Why? Okay, what, what happened? He murdered some people? So that's bad, huh? Yeah, that's happening all the time. And you guys are responsible... All of you here are responsible for astronomically more death than Paul Bernardo will ever be able to do on his own. Um, so everything you're saying comes with no weight. I don't believe anything you're saying. This is all a game to you. You don't give a shit about any of this. You're just playing games. You're playing mind games with idiots. And I'm not one of them. I know what you're doing and I hate you for it. Because here, you have any comment on this? Paul Bernardo is is the devil and an evil monster, and he's definitely not a good guy. Well, what is what is this? What is the guy that stabbed that father to death over over a vape in front of a Starbucks? 
or the person stabbed on the TTC, or this person shot, or this person run over with a van, or the, what is any of that? Oh no, that's not evil. That's some. That's something else. That's something else. You're full of shit. You're not a serious person. You're a liar. You're an empty shell. There's nothing in there. You are incapable of wrangling with and dealing with any of life's problems. You're you're completely, totally, utterly inept. You're unarmed. You're a thin veneer, a charade. An illu- uh, uh, a facade of a leader. You're not you're not real. Because in real life, real shit happens like this. That demands real action and real attention and 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 dealing with the problem in a real way. That requires strength and courage. And instead, because you lack the ability to do any of those things, you slink away and shrink away and create excuses and reasons for why you don't have to fucking do anything about it. You create this effeminate, weaselly escape route for yourself so you don't have to face the music and at the same time prevent any of the actual men who do want to try it and, and deal with this. Make sure they're silenced and shut up as well because you're the good guy. Our democracy, it's all fake. It's all fucking bullshit. Paul Bernardo, cry me a fucking river like you give a shit. Like you give a living fuck about Paul Bernardo or any of his victims. You you might as well, these politicians might as well be wading through a sea of corpses up to their waists by now. To then climb on top of some more dead and dying people and get out of the fucking way as they get up to the podium to then talk about how much, how outraged they are about whatever current thing. <laughs> it's, it's so fake. It's so fucking fake. Or do we obsess about that? Because it conveniently prevents us from having to talk about other way more relevant issues such right. as why our major cities are now beset by knife crime much right. of it from certain demographics and all this is happening despite the constant reassurances that multiculturalism is a form of enrichment oh it is you're enriched with a more diverse range of crimes you know you didn't used to have grenade attacks now you do you didn't used to have a statistic for you know percentage point increase in you know beheadings and now you do right diversity you've got more diverse in, in your city, right? That's what it's all about. That's what we need. That's what we want. Oh, what else? What else? <laughs> 40 million people. We're over 40 million people. The population growth rate is at 2.7%. Now saying growth is a is a is a not an accurate word. It's not growing. It's being injected, you know, like steroids. People are just being pumped in. They're not being grown here. They're not born here as infant baby children grow up amongst our people in our society and learn our no, they're just a bunch of people from where the fuck ever and they just drop them into your city and give them so, and give them some shit and that's it. Anyway, the highest since 1957. Canada is the fastest changing country, the fastest changing demographic in the history of the world outside of a war. This country is being taken down faster than anyone in the world, and nobody's even paying attention. 
Nobody in the establishment is even remotely concerned. They're not even, they're completely asleep at the wheel. Or they're driving it. <laughs> or they're not asleep. They're just watching it and they're too much of a coward to do anything about it. So isn't that's that's a great prognosis for uh for this getting better anytime soon. Obviously I'm being sarcastic. The counter hit 40 million just before 3 p.m. Eastern on Friday. This is an exciting milestone for Canada, said chief statistician. Oh, this time I got it. It is a strong signal that Canada remains a dynamic and welcoming country full of potential. No, it's a it's a it's a violent genocidal white supremacist dystopian nightmare of patriarchy. I've been told. Highest annual growth rate since 1957. When Canada was in the middle of its post-war baby boom. So in 1957, when it went up that much, is because everybody was having kids, and now it's going up that much because everybody else's kids are coming to live at our house forever. That's the same. Isn't that the same? Agree it's the same, Canada, or you're a Nazi. Yay, we're celebrating. How many millions of these people aren't Canadian? Like, they're not Canadians. So there's, it's not 40 million Canadians, it's 40 million people in basic, oh, I hate that it keeps doing this, in, in, in basically Canada is essentially a strip mall. It's one of those like dying kind of strip malls where there's just a random assortment of different shit that doesn't really make a lot of sense. There's like a tire shop and then like a Vietnamese food place, a gas station, and then there's a and then there's a subway and then there's like a lawyer's office. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like one of these. There's a bunch of people in the parking lot. Nobody speaks English. You're like there's potholes everywhere. It's not clear like some of the lights don't work. There's a guy in a tent over there just doing heroin. You're like, "Where? What? That's Canada. That's basically what it is now." So everyone celebrate It went up by 1.05 million last year, and 96% of the rise was due to international migration. 96% of our so-called population growth is just people from other countries showing up here to take up space, and we're supposed to celebrate that. Amongst a housing crisis, amongst a healthcare uh, availability crisis, amongst affordability crisis in every conceivable way, um, there's employment shortages. AI is making jobs harder to do and less available, not more. Ask the journalists. The average price of a Canadian resale home has increased four months in a row this year. The average selling price of a home in April, for which the month the data is most recently available, was $716,000. It's the average house. It's nearly three-quarters of a million dollars. We're in a crunch, they said. Oh, you're in a crunch now. $30 million in just 1997 and could reach $50 million as early as 2043 if current trends continue. So just in just 20 years, um, 50 million people. And you know what that milestone would look like? You, uh, 
especially if you're a white Canadian, you'll be a minority in this country. 20 years to go. And I'd, I'd say probably less than that. I think they're being conservative about that. Because we know that, and that's just as if current trends continue. They're going to keep increasing the numbers, so it's actually going to, the modeling will have to change year by year. So I would say probably maybe close, maybe more like 2036, you know? Probably 15 years. That's going to be, that's going to be a cool future. That's definitely going to be awesome. The trend of growth comes in large part from permanent and temporary migration. They bring in very high levels of skills. Yes, just keep telling everyone that. Additional pressure on housing shortages while some newcomers report issues with underemployment. Oh, are the people that aren't from here, are they not able to find work? Oh, boo-hoo. I thought this is a highly skilled pool of workers to fill a very specific need and labor shortage. There should be no issues with finding employment, actually. So how is that possible? All right, you're just bussing in millions of people from all over the fucking world. We don't know who they are at all. <laughs> they were just walking over the border at thousands a month there for how many years and probably still are. The fact is, you don't actually have any idea how many people are in this country, do you? How could you? How could you actually know? There's no control over it. The border's been wide open for so long. I mean, it's really just your best guess. And now, and now the people of this country that have had to put up with everything you've done to them and the constant decreasing of standard of living, the higher the tax burden for lesser and more diminishing, disappearing services every day that goes by, now you're going to have to put up with one less ever owning your own home. That's just something you should just give up on right now. High immigration pricing Canadians out of the housing market. Yep. More competition, higher prices. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. People are looking to rent right now. Oh, it makes sense. People coming in here have higher net worth and they're pricing out Canadians by giving advanced rent. If you're coming here from Hong Kong or Singapore, it says places with very expensive real estate and where the tax systems are more favorable to workers, a $50,000 upfront isn't as much for them as it is for local, local Canadians. That's Is that what we are? Oh, the, oh, okay. There's the new white supremacy dog whistle. I'm just your typical local Canadian, not like one of these new international Canadians. I'm a local one. I'm a local Canadian. <laughs> what kind of 1984 shit is it? Who wrote this? Come on. Neil Sharma? I have a feeling Neil Sharma. Local Canadians. Or he's he wrote he's quoting um who is this? Quan? Who the hell's Quan? Anyway, local Canadians. Those damn locals who pay higher taxes have a higher cost of living here and lower wages. It's hard to compete with immigrants from other parts of the world. 
Well, especially when they get grants and, and bonuses as well. Not all grim, all gimmerants, no, especially not them. Not all immigrants are wealthy, and they too compete for the same rental apartments as everybody else. Cause a lot of anxiety among renters and younger people I meet because they're never secure. If you own your own home, there's no fear of getting kicked out. But if you're la- well, there is if you're you know a bigot neo-Nazi, they could just cancel your bank account and say fuck off and tear up your fucking mortgage and all that shit. So that's not true, actually. That's not true. Canada tolerates everyone and protects their right. No, they don't. No, they don't. That's a lie. That's a lie. Canada's not a tolerant country. It's a very intolerant country. Um, anyway, it says, if your landlord wants to sell your rental, where are you going to go that you can afford? You don't. You go live on the street, Neil. He's a Toronto-based journalist. You're going to go live on the street with the other local Canadians, all right? You're going to go get a tent. And in your local Canadian community, you're going to create a little sub-local Canadian community in a subcompact fucking migrant tent village for local Canadians where you're just going to live there indefinitely until the city kicks you out and dismantles your tent city and says, I don't fucking care where you go, we got to go somewhere. And then you're just going to wander the streets hungry, cold, and angry until eventually, I don't know, drug addiction takes you or suicide or whatever. Right? Yay, local Canadians. Living better than ever, Canada is doing amazing. Food bank demand surges as housing crisis. Oh, right, that other thing, the food. Oh, Neil again. We're having a number. We're doing it again. We got another one. We're going back in, Neil. This better be good. This better be good, Neil. Come on now. Like, True North is literally one of the only ones I can even stomach at all. You better not ruin this for me, because if I start... There's a lot... You got a lot riding on you, Neil. (sighs) Is it just me? Or is it getting crazier out there? I don't know if Neil knows about any of this. Housing crisis is exacerbating struggles with the cost of living in major cities like Toronto. Highest number of visits we saw was close to 270,000 in March alone. So a quarter million people using the food bank in Toronto. 12,000 new individuals coming to the food bank each month. 12,000 people a month in Toronto are like, all right, this is where we're at. We got to go to the food bank or we're not going to eat. Increasing by 12,000 a month. Good. The more affordable the rent is, the harder it is for them to have any money to end up at the month for food. Yeah, we know this. <laughs> oh, man. And there's no plan. There's no plan for you, I should say. Well, the government will take care of No, they won't. They don't care. They don't care how bad it gets because it's still there is so much more room to fall for the average person before it's even remotely a concern to the ruling class that you... People are just in denial about how bad it can get and probably will get. They're felt they're perfectly comfortable with it. Twenty percent unemployment, bread lines. They're fine because there's always going to be an excuse. There's always going to be a reason. There's always going to be an um actually, bro. There's always going to be an excuse for why everything continues to get worse. And part of that excuse will always be how it isn't their fault. How if you just listen to them even harder, things will get better. The people that have 
constantly, consistently, year in, decade out, dragged us further and further and closer to the gates of hell are going to turn it around any minute now if you just support them a little bit harder. If you just turn on your listening ears really, really good. The same people that have been at the helm of the ship driving everything into the dirt decade after decade, they will they will somehow make it better if you just give them a little more time. I don't know how much time they have. Majority of Canadians unhappy with government response to crime and drug crisis. You mean no response? 80% says there's too many repeat violent offenders being offered bail. See, they don't understand because the government lies and the media li- helps cover it up for them. There's Listen, people of Canada, there's no room in the jails. The jails are full. So there's nowhere to put people on bail. How can the jails be full? It's a great question. Uh, importing millions of people from other parts of the country is going to increase, well, everything. Drains on services, uh, demand for products, the lineups in your healthcare clinics, and criminals as well. Criminals as well. So there's going to be more of them coming in uh, also. So that's a problem. Uh, we're going to actually need more, a lot more jails, and that's going to cost billions of dollars which means higher taxes, which you're not going to want to hear. So instead of telling you that, we're just going to say, bail reform. So you'll just shut up and we'll just kick the can down the road and, you know, worry about it later or not at all. Either way, I'm a millionaire. You're just a dumb voter. Shut up. Put the ticket in the hole or whatever it is. You know, vote for the red guy or whatever team I'm on and just shut up and eat the slop. Worship fucking Connor Bedard by some hockey player. Just do that and fuck off average normie i hate you that's the government i fucking hate you they 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 talk to you like you're an idiot and they treat you like you're an idiot because they expect that you are one are you one 78 percent agreed justice system is too lenient on those who commit violent crimes yeah like pedophiles Violent crimes against children should be should be death. It should be the death penalty. 78%, I probably would agree with that. So why isn't that the case? I thought the majority rules this was democracy, isn't it? Why don't you put that in your platform? Somebody put that in their platform. Rope for pedos. PP says rope for pedos. Let's see that. Let's see that on the platform. I have a feeling I won't. I have a feeling I would never see that. <clears throat> I think policymakers and decision makers need to realize that there are some very strong sentiments being expressed on these issues. Executive Vice President Andrew Enns told the National Post. That's one way to put it, that there's very strong sentiments being expressed. Yeah, people are really ready to snap. Seventy percent more want more policing on drugs. Eighty-six percent want more efforts to identify and prosecute those involved in bringing drugs into the community. Well, I'm sorry, Canada, but we're spending a lot of time and money on the on the Diagalon problem. Okay, we've received tens of millions of dollars in investigatory power. We need to know what call sign Philip is up to. We've had to dispatch CSIS agents across the nation to find out to keep tabs on this emerging threat 
and pay absolutely no fucking attention whatsoever to the actual harms abound, the actual monsters laying waste to our society and inflicting ruin and death upon everyone as far as the eye can see. It's important that we put blinders on and we need to ignore that because the real threat is uh, this, this goat figurine. This is a problem. There are men. There are men on the internet saying things, words, words you dare not imagine. And here it sees us. It is only us that stand at the gate. And the heroes in the police. Fentanyl crisis and killing record numbers of people. And there may be human trafficking and more than ever and more advanced. And, and there may also be vi- violent crime and gangs basically taking over and carving out portions of our entire cities and creating their own little mini warlord dictatorships. But that doesn't mean that we will ignore the real threats. You know, the ones you dare not speak out loud, the ones that keep you awake at night. There are white men on the internet and they're saying things and someone needs to stop them. This is the price we're willing to pay because this is how serious it is. All of these people must die. All of these problems must go neglected. For as long as there's men on the internet saying things, not obeying the current thing, openly defying the current thing, none of us will be safe. Sheila that's why you can't have an organ transplant and that's why you have to put a, put a dildo in your butt while you sail a ship in the navy now we have to win this war we have to win this war against the people saying things we don't like and if that means we destroy civilization to do it then by god we fuck well Marxism thrower. Burn it all down. I don't care how many people get murdered by fucking terrorists. They'll destroy civilization rather than admit they were wrong about anything. That's that's the point. That's the joke. <laughs> It'll get that bad. It is that bad. That is where we live now. Uh, let's read a couple more of these. What are we at for time? Oh, we're almost done. Thank goodness. Thanks. Very good. Gracious me. I'm very delighted that we're almost out of this nightmare that I've created, that I've dragged you along with me for. Um, let's see. Did I read this one already or is it back? I don't remember this. Uh, Plutonium says, Putin said, and Russia will end this war by force of arms, freeing the entire territory of the former Ukraine. There are no other options. Yeah, they, they've given the, uh, the Russians no options. 
they're really trying to escalate that war. It's so um, very one-sided, very much a meat grinder, completely pointless, but nobody ever said that... Uh, I mean, they're crazy and they're evil. No one ever said they were sane. Like, he's, I can't believe... Why would they just get... What, what, about a, what about a bunch of evil maniacs and, and crazy people endlessly throwing bodies into a fire to just... Like, they're, they're crazy. That's Of course they would. <laughs> That's why they do it. The reason they're not doing it is because they're crazy. That's why they're the bad guys. Because they're insane. So, of course, they're going to keep doing it. What are the Russians supposed to do? It's like, what do you want us to do? They just keep giving us people to kill, so we keep killing them. They won't stop. They're just advancing through minefields right into Russian defenses and just getting fucking wiped out. All those tanks they sent. Oh, we're sending all the leopard tanks now. Oh, you're going to... They're all destroyed. 10,000 people killed last week. Did you know that? 10,000. That's the estimate. Hundreds of armored vehicles destroyed. All this brand new equipment. All this shit. We, all the Canadian tanks we sent. All the armored cars. All gone. Now they're now we need more. Zelensky's going to be back next month. I need more shit. We need we need more shit again. Give it to me now, so I can all get blown up again. And the Russians are like, we we literally have thirty years of ammunition, guys. We can literally do this for decades. We've been preparing for this. Um, it's unfortunate you're so stubborn and stupid and evil. Otherwise, all these people would, would still be alive. But here we are. Exiled Canadian Patriot says, I read a quote one time about how good men will tolerate evil at all costs until they... And, uh, I totally fucked that one all up. I read a quote one time about how good men will tolerate evil at all costs and take it until they get fed up. But at that time, they retaliate with a vengeance and wipe out all until they are satisfied that the evil is contained. I hope it doesn't have to get that level. I have my doubts that uh, people are even capable of it anymore. But um, well, we're going to find out one way or the other. I guess there's that. We are going to find out one way or the other if anything's ever going to happen or anything, you know, because they are certainly not going to stop. So if there is a limit of things that people are no longer going to put up with, Trust me, we're going to reach it, and we're going to reach it soon because they're never going to stop, and they're getting more aggressive by the day. Jacob says uh, the West will never recover. If sanity does recover, how are they going to get these people out? Genocide, enforcing the original predominant religion. How are these animals going to get deprogrammed? They can't. The conflict is inevitable. Like, it's baked. You're right. Like, you, you can't. Uh, this isn't an easy fix. Like, this isn't like, oh, well, we'll just turn the dial back to No, no, no. No, they've guaranteed they've guaranteed uh, quite quite a quite a bumpy ride. Uh, Jake says, actually, bro, anyone from any country can be Canadian. When they're from Angola and don't speak English, they're just waiting for their inner Canadian to come out. After taxes, pay their hotels. That's right. You just stand on the magic dirt for a few minutes, and surprise, you're Canadian now. It's it's really that simple, and that meaningless. That's if that's how easy it is to to just be something. It's not really worth much, is it? Jenstein says, love your rage. Happy Father's Day. Every time I pass an A&W and see the Burger family, I think of this community. <laughs> I love A&W. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. And that is, that's probably my only, <laughs> because of the Burger family, I've, I've explained this. The, the last part of our childhood that has yet to go woke. I'm surprised. And I don't want to give them any ideas, but I mean, they still have the Papa Burger the mama burger, the teen burger, the, like the burger family is intact. 
It's a nuclear family. They're all white people. There's no gayness. It's all very heterosexual. Normal. You know what? And they haven't noticed. It's still just untied. It's still the same. A&W's. It's still. It's the same as it's been for like fucking 15 years at least. 20 years maybe. So don't like. Just shh. Don't. <laughs> we don't have much. There's very few places I can still lie to myself and eat and pretend like it like I need this. Okay, guys, so don't ruin this for me. All right, so don't we're not gonna talk about AW anymore. In other news about totally other things that we're we're just gonna forget all of that ever happened. Is uh, Godzilla says if one percent of Canada's four, forty million residents were to uh, super chat this rage cast, you might be able to afford a quart of milk, I, a pint. I could afford a pint of milk. Uh, this message is sponsored by the helpful folks at the Diagon Economic Forum. They're always thinking about good things there. Milk and its consequences. Tenacious V says serious, hilarious, hilarious House of Frightenstein vines tonight, bro. <laughs> Great stuff. House of Frightenstein. Oh! I'm glad you're having fun, man. I appreciate it. Uh, Plutonimus uh, says, the find out the truth about Putin and the Jews. Is this a some kind of blog link? I won't click it. I don't know. I, you guys are going to have to tell me. what's. I won't go there. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's happening. Um, got a couple over here. Soaker City says, lighting it up tonight, man. Much appreciated. Thanks for playing Five Finger Death Punch. Did I? I don't remember. I may have. This is, by the way, I found that band through you, and they kick a new Pantera. They are pretty good, right? I doubted them at first, years and years ago, when they first showed up. I was like, they're trying too hard. Like, this guy's just, they're trying too hard to be hard. But then after a while, I'm like, no, you know, I just had to accept it. I'm like, it's easier if you don't fight it. I'm like, no, this this band is pretty fucking, they are pretty good. They aren't bad. I accept it. I accept his overly aggressive, over-the-top, trying-to-be-hard um you know, persona that they're doing. I'm gonna accept. I'm gonna allow it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna accept it. Soaker City says, "I suspect that Melissa Lanceman click is behind the conservative Bernardo distraction." I know the whole thing is so stupid. Uh, he says this playbook is getting easier and easier to predict. It's just a stupid political football. I and you know what? I really do believe he's he's not wearing the glasses now because the Millhouse chirps are getting to him. I'm not. I'm not Millhouse. I've. I. I can do this forever. Forever, you guys. <laughs> I might go super villain to some of these people, man. No, more more like um, herpes or uh, a, an annoying pest that they just cannot kill. That just gets bigger and bigger and bigger, you know. Nigel says, coming soon to AW, the birthing person, Veggie Bird. Don't you... Nigel, I like you, and I do not want to send you to Dumpster Island. But there are some things that I am just not going to tolerate. And you're just on thin ice, all right? Let's just watch it from here on out, okay? Let's just, let's just enough for tonight, all right? All right, Nigel, let's just leave it at that, okay? Let's just, let's just put that toy back in the box, all right? Let's just lock that door and, and turn those lights off on the way out, all right? Let's just park that car. Let's just let's just lock the doors and put the keys back on the hook and close the door and go home. You know, let's just walk away from this whole thing. 
Nigel's already getting ready to crash the plane. I know he is. Robert says, happy Father's uh, Day. Cheers from a father of two to you. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And, and all you guys out there as well that are uh, uh, reproducers, breeders, as the system will call you. Toxic breeders. I read a um, science fiction novel a long time. What the hell was it called? The Forever War. And uh, Heinlein, I think, wrote it. Or was that Starship Troopers? Or maybe both. He might have written both of them. And in, the, in this crazy future he was in, like this guy, he'd travel the future and they were like fighting aliens or something. But, but because the time, like hundreds of years are going by in between trips. So he's like hundreds of years in the future and he's still in his like 30s and he's like, fuck. Basically, people that were breeders were like less, that was non-desirable. You didn't want to be that. Every, like almost everyone was gay. It was just this weird polyamorous generic you know it was very weird i remember being like what a fucked up you know insane unbelievable future society now i'm like it's plausible it's it's plausible yeah <laughs> jake says some autist should find the episode when millhouse loses his glasses oh my glasses and looks like a complete blind retard this will be the new pp i'm glad you brought that up jay i've i've had, I've had this joke earlier and i completely forgot about it i th i thought i was gonna get back to it but i just you know i was like i've got these forever don't worry he'll, he'll still be millhouse he'll just be that one now he'll be blind to millhouse he even looks like he's having trouble like he looks very uncomfortable without the glasses on it just looks even worse <laughs> he looks like he can't see anything and he's just pretending like he's like, he'll be talking to you, and he's like looking next to you, but not quite right at you, just so it's like a little disturbing. I'm like yes, mm -hmm. I I hear I I hear things like this all the time. <laughs> I'm over here. All right, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Can you see? Are you completely blind? No. Who said that? That was uh yeah. I wonder how bad his eyesight is. That's the that's the new conspiracy. That, there, there. Parliament can argue about that all next week. Mr. Speaker, he can't even see. How is he supposed to? <laughs> what is this? An opposition for ants? Yes, find that episode. That would be funny. Crown Minister says, I swear the CPC narrative spinsters watch this. Oh, the, it makes it back to them. Don't worry. No more millhouse glasses. No more cost of milk talking points. You might actually be setting the future narrative. I'm, I'm Bill. I'm weaving. I'm the dream master. I'm weaving the future here through this dark elemental cave of destruction. Look, look at how much, how much occult symbolism do you need before you accept that I have supernatural powers? I'm willing this into existence and spinning these threads as a spider lord in the lair of spiders. How much do you need? Weaving spiders come not here? Huh? Bohemian Grove? They're specifically talking about me. They're my mortal enemies. They fear the spider lord. What can I say? They should. They should. They should be careful. They should be careful about what realities I may weave next. You better watch your step, rooster head. Or maybe you're going to get a new haircut. I will mind I'll mind fuck you next. Is that what you want? You want do you want to be 
Do you want the spider lord to get in there and you start getting self-conscious about the way you look and changing all your shit around because people on the internet are mean to you? Because I can make that happen. Do you think you're immune? No one's immune. I've crushed bigger than you before. I've taken the souls and minds of people much bigger than you. This would be easy for me. Don't test me, woman. <laughs> Plutonium says, if you don't click on my links, sea scorpions will come out of the sea and attack you with their giant vice grips of the sea and attack you with their giant vice grips. Is this a song? Of the sea and attack you with the giant vice grips of the sea of the sea. Yeah, I feel like it's some kind of strange musical. His avatar is like Zorro, so I feel like this is some kind of weird, um, moderately homosexual song and dance routine that's going on to warn me about sea scorpions. Atta- I don't know. Uh, you're you're dressed you're dressed like one. Goblin Slava says, you're the best. Happy Father's Day. Thanks for everything. Does Philip prefer prayers of thanks under a full moon or around a bonfire for creating you? (laughs) Yeah, he created me, right? I don't know. He does accept human sacrifices, but it's not in the sense that you would traditionally mean. I don't want to get into it. It's very dark and frightening. Let me get uh, through the rest of this before because we got to get out of here. Uh, Lika One Eye says, TD Bank is down. Web portal is disabled since yesterday. I'm thinking they got hacked. Oh, boy. I hope so. I love it. I love it when banks get fucked around. <laughs> it's too bad. It's never. The, it's never the real bad guys that pay, though. They're so insulated and protected. But uh, oh, they are kind of collecting the Rumble uh, super chats at the top now. Interesting. I like. A, I like. Hey, you know they're put. They're they're continuously working forward. I like that. Uh, Lois Lois Lane ski. Lois Lane skiing. Lois Lane on skis. Interesting name. We're going we're going somewhere with it. So I started following you a month ago and immediately became a super fan. Oh, thank you. He says, you've been a daily inspiration since. Love you and your shows and happy Father's Day. Thanks, man. I mean, or Lois, so probably lady. Thank you. And good luck with your skiing. I hope it... Uh... I'm just going to mention this, Lois. We all know about the other Superman. He went skiing. Then he wasn't so super... He had an accident, okay? So be careful on those skis and that ski hill, because even, you know, he was Superman. Till he wasn't. <laughs> Don't crash into trees. It's bad for you. All right. What else? Anything else? Probably lots. And I'm, I'm pretty much out of time. So what am I going to A couple more things I wanted to yell about. I got to narrow it down to the things I find the most important. That's not it. I got a great another great Goggins uh, video. You gotta love this guy. You have to respect somebody that intense. I don't care who you are. If you don't respect that guy's level of, like his his, the fortress of that man's mind, what he's able to do to himself and push to, to just, it's it's crazy. You know, it's insane. But uh, anyway, gonna save that for the end. Here's hate. Here's some here's some hate we can l- listen to. One thing is certainly clear.
clear. Bill C-311 proposed by the Conservatives is yet another in a series of transparent attempts in order to um, give legal status uh, to a fetus here in Canada. All of the groups um, that have come out um, in support of this bill are anti-choice groups. We have seen no support from anti-violence or women's groups. Um, anti-choice groups such as uh, Canadian Coalition for Life, um, ARPA Canada, in fact, uh, stated that this bill was um, the first um, salvo in a series of more restrictive uh, abortion laws here in Canada. Well, that is obviously the priority. Of we we already have, I think, the most advanced abortion access in the world. I think, don't we? Isn't it easier and more is more prevalent and easiest to get an abortion in Canada? I think than anywhere else on planet Earth. If not, we're in the top like three, for sure. And uh, and there's a bill that would have granted legal status to a fetus because. You know, these are the trust the science people, right? Trust the science. Now, the science says that a baby, which is just now, you know, I could just get a pillowcase and a pillow and kind of show this to you how it works, like where babies come from. I guess liberals, they have a hard time with this. Um, but, like, Inside or outside of the belly, it, it's this physically the exact same thing. It's There's no magic transformation process. It just now receives oxygen through the air that it's breathing rather than through the umbilical cord and nutrients and stuff through the, the mother. That you know, it's on, it's on a different life support system, essentially. So you're saying that it's not a... No, it's just a, until it breathes... None of that matters, and it's it's not it's not a baby. It's not a person. What about a baby that's a week old? That's significantly different than the one previously because they advance and they change and they grow very quickly. They can't even walk at first, or do or do anything. They can't speak or do anything. So, like, when is it done? When it it doesn't count unless it breathes air. This seems very this seems like a very barbaric and non-scientific way to look at this. I feel like this is a very dogmatic ideologic ideology kind of thing because um like where you've chosen to to, to draw the line uh doesn't doesn't make any sense at all. It makes no sense. Um You could say, like, hey, an egg's not a baby. I'd say, yeah, that's correct. It's not. Oh, that developing baby isn't a developing baby. It's Well, no, it is. No, it's not. Y yes, it is. Nope. Okay, we're going to have a problem. Anyway. Can't be given legal statuses to fetus because they didn't breathe the magic air yet that makes them a person. Therefore, we can kill them. <laughs> Just another another fun day in the mental gymnastics of, of commies. Uh, this is great, too. The Prime Minister thinks 57% of Canadians are far right. Um, 
Sabrina Maddow, is this an opinion piece in the National Post? Not unreasonable for parents to have concerns about the sudden wave of secrecy in schools and around gender identity. Of course, uh, you know, these people think otherwise. She says, uh, they say everyone has a tell, and the prime minister's is a big one. You know his political future is flashing before his eyes when he starts accusing broad swaths of the Canadian population of being deplorable, reactionary monsters. No, he's been doing this for quite a long time, and I think she's just noticing now. This isn't new. He's been doing this for a while. And he will get away with it. They have a stranglehold over this place. So all and and if, what this is a reference to is the um, kind of spiraled out of New Brunswick. The premier there, they're they're looking probably going to have an election now because the uh, they're like, yeah, we're we're not a fan of this this uh, grooming stuff. So the government's in upheaval, and they're talking about having an election, and uh, you know, got all the way to this to the prime minister making comments about, uh, yeah, well, they're far right extremists. Because they care about what's taught to their children in schools, and they care that uh, you know schools are clandestinely conducting these special forces operations to turn children into different genders and use different pronouns without the input or knowledge or consent of the parents, and that makes them, of course, a neo-Nazi and a far-right extremist. Good stuff. That's Canada. Great. We're on the right track. We're doing great, kid. I just cannot wait. And um, just in case you didn't remember. Uh, I'm always going to be here to remember you, remind you that your team that you worship so much is uh, horrible and always has been horrible. NATO, the United Nations, the Commonwealth. But today, too often, we're allowing conspiracy theories about the UN or the World Economic Forum go unchallenged, or we attribute sinister motives to these organizations or people in a way that is simply not true or not fair. And if we do this more, we're allowing others to define the debate for us. Uh, he was only the leader of the whole thing. <laughs> we just got to get the libs right. Like people are even commenting. This is Derek uploaded this video. Gonna get the libs right. Yeah, it'll make a huge difference. Remember that policy chart I showed you, the top-down policy making? Where is the UN and these bureaucrats and these money makers? Where are they? Are they above or are they below the head of the official opposition? They're much higher. And they push down on them. They push down on your heroes in the conservative party. Okay? I'll also wrote there's also this. Uh, minor detail, especially all these conservatives. I sock boy, and the, oh my god, we own the libs. Did you hear about the Chinese? You're, you motherfucker. I'm, just, I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just going to. Uh, that he was asked to spy on the Dalai Lama and uh, the PM Harper at the time, and blew the whistle, and Harper did nothing. And then I also connect this with a couple of years later, because I believe that was in 2012, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, in 2014, PM Harper signed a 30-year trade deal with uh, China. And many experts at the time had really grave concerns that they expressed about how this may affect our national security. And it did. So, Mr. Katsuya, would you say that uh, PM Harper was soft on China? It became soft. It started with smoking guns right when he was elected the first time, even coding me occasionally in the House of Commons. Um, but with time, agents of influence were capable to gain access to him and, 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 and change the course of his decision making. 
story uh, that he was asked to spy on the. Death. Well, that's good news, right? It's been going on for quite a while. Like, we don't make our decisions. The Canadian people do not decide what happens in Canada. That should be a, that should be a problem for a lot more people than it is. And when things like this, which are absolutely true, Aaron Gunn's documentary Canada is Dying, which YouTube, of course, tried to suppress, probably at the request of Ottawa. They've erased me several times from YouTube at the request of Ottawa explicitly. He has nearly a million views already, or maybe over, this was before I you know, sat down here on Twitter. He really put it on Twitter, the full thing, a million views, so it's, it's going to get out there. He's kind of pissed that he's, you know, lost money. I lost $10,000. YouTube stole probably about that much money from me. DLive. To, I mean, well, welcome to the Thunderdome, Aaron. <laughs> I've been robbed from of, ten, of tens of thousands of dollars as well. So this is, hey, welcome. Welcome aboard the uh, cancel game of things the government doesn't like. <sighs> but, you know, cost of milk. Because that's, that's all they can talk about. Because these things that they're all responsible for. And they're all beholden to these people. UN Secretary General proposes a global digital compact to push laws against online hate. What does that mean? What does that mean? What exactly is hate? It's an emotion. Strong, very strong emotion of uh, loathing, contempt, disgust. You know, a mixture of these things. So, essentially what they're saying is, because you can't realistically outlaw an emotional response, but they will outlaw your words and actions if they feel like, they could just say that's what it is. They're, they're going to create a monopoly on what hatred is and decide what it is. And the measuring stick for deciding whether or not it's hate is going to be if it interferes with their agenda. If it is counter-signaling the narrative, if it is challenging authority, then it will be hatred and therefore bad, suggesting that a naturally occurring Human emotion that we've all felt in our lives and will feel again in the future. Perhaps some people are sitting in it right now. There's some that's that me. You're just bad. So they're so arrogant now that they think that they've brainwashed people to the level that we're just going to tell them that we're going to have online hate. What is the suppression? What is the, what, what would you call the suppression of evidence of wrongdoing, of, of tens of thousands of people being harmed, dying, refused organ transplants at their wit's end, have no means of repairing their families, their health, completely taken for a ride by a, a government and a media, an apparatus, a system that they trusted to have, its, to have their best interests at heart, to have it do this to them, and then ask for help and try to get help and and instead receive a gaslighting mockery and and to be suppressed and ignored while they suffer and die what what emotional response 
would motivate that kind of behavior. Could that be considered hate, United Nations? What about how much you clearly hate, you know, the people of Ukraine? Continually forcing along a war they can't win as they lose thousands of people a week, conscripting cripples, children, women, just anything for the meat grinder so you could so the money can keep flowing, right? What am, what is that? Is that love? Am I am I to believe this is what this is love speech? And what about what about ignoring people calling for the safety of their own women and children in their homelands to not be murdered by ma- by migrants, migrant criminals coming in pouring over the borders from all over the world? That's hatred. Or is suppressing the victims obfuscating the truth of the situation, running cover for the murderers at the expense of the murdered, is that hate? So these these are the games they play, right? There is no question at all that they hate you and they are willing to act on it. And they do every day. It motivates them. It drives them. You're their enemy and they must destroy you. And we have a castrated, neutered, um, fake eunuch class of a, of a fake opposition that is unwilling to fight because in, in large part it's been brainwashed and had this, this very you know real part of your humanity suppressed and neutralized out of their being. It's where they, they won't resist. They won't, they won't even, you can't even raise your voice. That's toxic masculinity. Bordering on hate, you see. When you're in a fight, which is what we are in, what do you what what kind of uh, emotional fuel do, would you say is valuable in carrying you from A to B in a fight? In a physical fight, an emotional fight, a spiritual fight. A fight is a fight. Fighting is fighting, and it's a very spiritual experience. And there is something to be said for really having it in for the thing you're fighting against or the person you're fighting against. Because love and tolerance and togetherness and happy good vibes and all of that, when uh, you're, you know people's lives are being destroyed and people you love are being put in the ground and you're seeing the things that you love torn down, destroyed, and pissed on in front of you, those emotions just simply don't generate the necessary motivations and energy required to respond to the problem. That comes from somewhere else. That comes from a very ancient and well-understood place around the rest of the world that hasn't been brainwashed and cocked and neutered into oblivion by their mass media programming. That they've convinced them that even just being angry or upset about things being done to you, that's bad. You should go and apologize to the point where you can have your own children murdered in your own country simply just for existing, and you'll go on TV and apologize on your knees and make sure the virtue signaling continues. In a fight, those are the people that throw their weapons down in the in the face of the overwhelming enemy onslaught of violence they throw their weapons down and they get on their knees and they put their hands up and they say you don't have to kill me i'll i'll be with, i'll be on your side i'm not a threat i'm an ally 
and it's sad to watch because those people, they die first. They get bayoneted right there in the hole where they, they're just desperately trying to survive. They get terminated nine times out of ten. The people that fight back to the to the very end, tooth and nail, down to rocks and sticks and stones that they have to, they survive. They survive and oftentimes they win. And it's not because when they were faced off with their, their enemy that was threatening their, their existence and everything they loved and cared about, when, when, when lining up the numbers and the gameplays and the things that are going to happen, you know, what, what we can do, what we can try, do we run, do we flee, do we fight, the feelings that carry you over the finish line and conquer the, 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 your enemy and in in engaged in a, in a battle like that, it's not love and peace and tolerance and togetherness, okay? You know what? You know what makes you put a fucking 35-pound machine gun in your hands? <laughs> and even as many people you loved were butchered and killed, you know, by your enemy, and as scary as that is, we didn't sit around and sing Kumbaya to motivate us to go back out and, and face those people. They're winning because they embrace it. They're in the fight and they like it. They like the taste of your blood. They want it. One side's really fighting. The other side's just getting beat up. Because they don't want to be called names. Space King and everybody else. I appreciate it. Hope you have a great weekend. I got some uh, terrorizing to do. <laughs> Hope you guys get out there and get after it and uh, make some good use of your time. Onwards and upwards, as they say. RagingDistant.com for all my social media links, channel links, Substack. Yada, yada, yada. You don't got to go home, you can't stay here. Happy Father's Day, everybody. For all of us here, all of us that have gone, and those yet to come. Six up for Perrin. Six up for Tyrannus, for Patria. Do not cross the Spider Lord. I'll weave you into existence, or I'll weave you out. Work here, but I wanna fuck you! My life's are denied by those least qualified trading profit for pride buddies. It's okay, everything's backwards in America, out of my way. Well, fuck you!
I, I like it on, I mean, on principle, Phil. I think it's a good idea. I mean, it would generate money. I think it would work. Definitely appealing to people's you know, dark sensibilities. We're definitely very, you know, evil and fallen people for sure. So, yes, on the one hand, if you did produce an ESPN tournament style show called Muslims versus Rainbows and people could bet, wager money on who would live and die in the gladiator pit, that would definitely draw an audience. However, um, I just, they're not quite there. I think you need to give it, I don't know, two more years before that's, people are ready for that. We're getting there though, Phil. I, I believe, you know, I believe you're going to have a lucrative future. I know you're excited. You've been working thousands of years for this inevitable degenerative outcome.